Welcome to Volume 2 of our Shocktober series. On tonight's episode, our movie marathon begins, covering October 1st to the 5th. Please join us. Join us. Join us. Come to Barbara Streisand. My eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It got on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match what a wonderful time of year it is Just to sit around, drink some beers The weather's kind of a bit chilly And just sit inside and you watch a bunch of horror movies Welcome everyone to volume 2 of our Shocktober series This is our big movie marathon that we kind of wait all yeah. year round for It's not only a marathon, it's also like a contest to see oh, who it's has a competition. the biggest crown Yeah, it's a competition to crown the king of Halloween Usually that person is me Oh yeah This year, probably not so much I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming hard at you this year, man Like I'm, I'm, I'm finding out I'm not sleeping well anymore I don't know what it is, but maybe I'm getting older Maybe I'm drinking too much, maybe I'm not exercising enough I don't know, I'm not a fucking doctor But I'm getting no sleep whatsoever and instead of sleeping I'm watching movies I'm becoming Danny which is weird <laughs> uh, yes Danny Bazanko is back with us for our Shocktober series don't sound so thrilled like that was oh, like you could, you could hear the okay. pause in his voice instead, well if anyone's instead gonna of, de- instead of treats for you we got this big trick right here <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's gonna dethrone me it will probably be Danny He's, he is the walking human trick I believe <laughs> Maddie usually starts strong and then by yeah. the end he gets drunk and, uh, yeah, hey, <laughs> and falls apart that's pretty much like <laughs> my sex life which is weird <laughs> so yes uh, if anyone doesn't know we do this uh, on our previous podcast the Hornmore podcast we did this every year and um, we take October seriously uh, yeah we cover horror movies throughout the year yeah. but October we just like to make it a big fun event you bring it in man we it's do spooky it, month we're gonna have like an episode pretty much for every five days of the month uh, we have some special uh, top ten episodes like the first one you already heard so it's gonna be just a lot of friends joining us to talk about what they've been watching the celebration um, yeah it's a big, a big month for us but for anyone that doesn't know we have certain rules that we uh, set forth pretty simple i mean it's yeah. not too complicated Listen. i listened to a one podcast and they were going over their rules and i kid you not the rules went on for about 15 minutes it's crazy. <laughs> watch movies for the month of yeah. october See, okay so i'm <laughs> yeah. not a podcaster i'm okay. just a schmuck that likes hanging out with you yeah. guys so if you guys like make fun of the fact that they went through 15 minutes of the rules which you know what you do 15 minutes of that rules I've been involved in your shock tobo before <laughs> because there's been times where Maybe I'll we say something. It. It's yeah. normally within the last seven days of the month yeah. where you'll say movie and Kyle will be like, that's not a horror film. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, got, that's no, why, no, 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 no. That is exactly what happens. So, no, I, I agree. Especially if, if he's behind a little bit. Yeah, start that's like exactly a, Jaws. What I mean. Jaws isn't horror. That's more of like a silver block well, that's what, than horror. I, I thought we would kind of set um, set the rules now, but again, I don't think we have to go too complicated. Um, <laughs> Until later on. Yeah. No, and I would say if it's a horror film or is set on Halloween, it counts. Um, I'm so glad. You know what? Actually, one of the films that I started watching for 20 minutes, and I was talking to Courtney about the movie, and yep. she pulled it up on IMDb. Yeah, and 
I said, could you just do me a favor and tell me what it says on that? Yeah. And she told me what it says on that. I'm like, we're stopping watching. She's like, I was into that. And I'm like, Tough. nope, not happening. I'm like, I'm not going to have that argument with Kyle and come yeah. off like a schmuck in the yeah. end. Yeah. Not listen, happening. There's so many other things that make you look like a schmuck. So yeah, let's, I don't let's, need let's, that. Let's, let's not give Kyle any ammunition. But no, I would say, I mean, we can go by consensus. Yeah. IMDb is a, is a great example, yeah. but you can't always go by IMDb either. But I would say, like, I know there was arguments last year, so we'll just straight out say yeah. post-apocalyptic films, Mad Max, anything like that. Um, Doesn't punk count. action films do not count. They have to have a horror element to it. A not monster. just violence? Yeah, not just violence. Um, one of them that you had last year was Class of 1983, is it called? Yeah, Class of 1984. 84. Yeah. So on that one, I argued, is not, a, is not a horror film. And I stand by that. Yeah. But um, anything else, you know, Scooby-Doo will count. Obviously, yeah. it's about monsters. Kids films, cartoons, yeah. all count. Um, I thought a new rule, what we do, because what happens is we always do episodes but they don't really count for anything so you're like oh, yeah. do I really want to waste time watching these episodes even yeah. though I want to watch them they're not going to go towards my total this year I thought we could do three episodes half an hour episodes or 20 minutes I guess without commercials yeah. will equal one movie okay because there's movies that are about 67 minutes I love that message yeah. and then me, also the and, breakdown of this is what this equals <laughs> yeah. this is what this e-. I love and that then, uh, it made my day and then we'll have, if TV. you do hour episodes, yeah. a- aka 40-minute ones without commercials, how about two of those equal movie? Yeah, that makes sense. And then shorts, we can... Based on that time, count, yeah. That counts as like a, an episode, I yeah. guess. As long as you're not like, I watched 25-minute shorts, that yeah. counts as like 10 movies or whatever. Or like, I watched all six seasons of Six Feet Under. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I won. Yeah, I don't... Six Feet Under <laughs> I wouldn't count down. as horror. I'd say that's drama. Yeah. That's more of the Herman's Head uh, Unless those dead people are coming back to life mm. and, uh, you know, eating brains, I don't well, think they're it would ghosts count. ghosts in Six Feet Under. Oh. No. Well, I, I would. That, I'm not watching this. Yeah. Now. Okay. Well, say, uh, this, at that point, this is Danny's last episode of the Jack <laughs> Every episode, he just comes on and goes through the whole gonna, complete yeah, series. The yeah. whole plot of Six yeah. Feet Under through Shocked Overfest. But I, I mean, I'd say that's it. Anything else, you guys, any rules you want to throw in? Uh, no, that's pretty. I think if it gets an argument, we can pull up a trailer, can read I, reviews, okay, see. So yeah. here's, the, here's the thing I don't want to give away anything that I have in my list. But there is a movie that I was going to watch, and it is, there's so much that you can argue that it should be counted. Just spoiler, what and is it? Yeah, what so is it? Mu- Edward Scissorhands. Ah. Uh, I would say no. Yeah, I'd probably say no. Because it's he's. The last movie Vincent Price ever was in. He is a yeah. dead, he's a dead guy? Is Edward Scissorhands a dead he, guy? Is he a robot? I forget the movie. Is he no, made up of corpse? No, I didn't watch it because I saw what I am. Yeah, fair enough. That one I think we'd have to argue. So, but yeah. that's the thing. We have to do some research. It's a huge argument because, like, as it's got that weird Tim Burton aspect where, like, how about this, Danny? If it turns out he's a zombie, like he's made up of body parts, like a Frankenstein, we'll count it. If he's not, then uh, if he's just like a depressed teen, you won't know what it's classified with emotional issues. As, fantasy, which I thought, oh no, it's so much better than just fantasy. It is classified as, let me find it here. So, Edward Scissorhands, 1990, it is categorized as a fantasy drama slash romance. I would say yeah. that's what it is, really. But, that makes sense. But again, if you can, t- so if it turns out he's, it. no, if it turns out <laughs> he's made up so of different pissed. body parts, because I don't remember, I'd, I'd flood it slide. Yeah. I think as long as it has, like, to me, if it has any kind of monster horror element, whether that monster's going around killing people, I'd, Dude has I'd let it count. Hands. <laughs> oh, one other thing, I guess, um, but he's not killing people with those. He could. 
Exactly. That would be a lot cooler of a movie. Um, documentaries do count. So uh, Maddie mentioned he watched a, a documentary on uh, a making of a horror film. That would mm-hmm. count. Oh, okay. The, the documentary has to be horror-related, yeah. but like no a movie, a documentary. Bowling for Columbine on gun control, even though that is horrific. Yeah, it's scary, actually. A horrific event. I wouldn't consider that a horror what film. What about just watching a documentary on like a serial killer? Like, yeah, we'll get you. I, I would oh, count yeah, that. Yeah, I would yeah, count yeah. that. You would count that? Okay. Um, I'm not going to, but yeah. I just was wondering. Now, yeah. does it count if you watch a horror movie, but just with the commentary on? Yeah, I'd say. If you were to just watch I'd count, a I'd count movie, it as twice. Yeah, on. would you watch this twice? I would let I would let that count as twice yeah. if you watched okay. the full movie. But again, that's be the full movie, and you have to actually be paying attention. Not I, I like think it might be a sleepy. Uh, you're kind of falling asleep. Yeah, not like one of these. I'm yeah. out. I'm cooking. I'm yeah. doing all these things. I'm talking to my girlfriend while this is kind of in the okay. ground, in the background. Yeah. Just curious. It's the honor system. Yeah, exactly. I really think that's what it comes down to. I think, uh, obviously, if it gets near the end and you guys are coming close to me, I'm going to argue the shit out of your picks. I remember but, uh, at the end of last <laughs> year, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the first full Shocktoberfest I did with you guys. The amount of shit I took from Kyle at the end of... <laughs> Do you want... I can try to find so, those no, lists no, 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 and get no, the no. listeners the involved. So yeah. this year, every movie that I'm watching, I am debating, like, how could he argue this? <laughs> and going and around. And purposely... Not doing it, so I'm very excited to get. So it here's list. another thing: uh, films like Ed Wood, I would count, even though no would one dies. Mean? It's a it's a, a documentary, or nine, sorry, it's right? a drama about yeah, the making nine. of a yeah a, a director that was probably most famous for Plan yeah. Nine. It's got Vampirella in it, yeah. and uh, George Amos Steele is a zombie. So I would say anything like that. If it matinee is another one, yeah, um, where that. yeah, no one actually dies, but it's about a theater playing yeah. horror film. So right. anything like that, I, I would say anything that kind of has a horror feel, I would say we would count. Yeah. But again, like post-apocalyptic action movies don't count unless the it's like doesn't count. I would count Blade because it's about vampires. Yeah. But The Road, yeah, definitely does not yeah. count. Oh, damn it! The second movie I watched what about was that happening with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, again, I, I think it would have to be. I like, guess you kind of go. go I down. think we should go by two. Yeah. Like how much of a, an importance it has. Like yeah. we've mentioned matinee. That whole thing is about horror films playing yeah. at theater. Whereas like The Road is a post-apocalyptic movie that happens to have one horrific scene. Yeah. So I wouldn't really say that scene. It has to play a big part in the yeah. plot if it's right. not your standard horror film. So, you know, anything like that. If it's about making of a horror film, that's fine. But if like yeah. the guy was more famous for making 20 other movies and happened to make five minutes, that movie was about him making okay. a horror film, then that would not count. Again, we can we can argue as this comes yeah. up, but I just yeah I made fun of the people with their fifteen minute rules, and we're probably at fifteen minutes ourselves. We actually are, which is kind of amazing. So should we just get on with it? Yeah, Anything I else think you guys want to add? Great idea. No, actually, great. before we do start with October first, one movie I wanted to talk about. Me and you saw in late September, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it on this podcast. So I think now is the time. It. Of course, we are talking about Stephen King's It, the uh, newest adaptation. Maddie, what are your thoughts? I actually, I dug it. It's a, almost like a weird, I don't want to say companion piece to the original It, but they're both separate movies. Like one is actually like a, a horror movie, whereas the uh, TV show is almost like a uh, episodic, almost like a coming of age story. Where this one, I didn't really feel that like a uh, coming of age, uh, the friendship wasn't really there. And a lot of the characters didn't really, uh, they weren't fleshed out. Well, two, two or three yeah. of them were fleshed out really well, but most of them just kind of were there because they needed these characters from the book. Yeah, I thought the friendship was well, like you really believe that these people yeah. were friends. They felt like real kids, the way they talked, their dialogue, mm-hmm. um, their camaraderie. But I agree, they weren't very developed in the case. Like they don't really change much from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Whereas the yeah the original movie, I thought, did a better job with that. But there were some things that were just absolutely terrifying. I really dug a lot of this like uh, dark imagery, which I thought was kind of cool. It's a bit more like sinister than the original uh, 
movie. Yeah, a little, little of, couple more jump scares, which I, which I didn't love. Cool. But I, I thought that was kind of dope. Even with well, the I thought some of them were well the, done. Some of them, not so much. I thought this one did do a good job of having the it basing its looks around the fears of the different characters, which yeah. I thought was interesting. They did a little bit of that in the original movie, but I thought this one like did a better really? job of it. Obviously, the the hokey spider at the end is, is not God. in this one. <laughs> but I thought uh, Henry Bowers, yeah, the bully, wasn't really that menacing. Like, yeah. I remember, he was like a terrifying kid. This movie just felt like a weird... Everyone, I don't know. I thought he was kind of scary. I don't know. I thought he wasn't menacing enough for me. But like, I, I don't know. The when he stabs uh, his dad in the throat. Yeah, that was kind of menacing. But, it, but like, even the fat kid. And I don't yeah. know when he's got the gun. And I was, I totally thought like, oh, this guy's. I forgot what happened. Yeah. Is he going to shoot one of these people? Yeah. But um, overall, I thought it was really well done. Oh, it yeah. looked great. The score was pretty well done in it. Bill Sarsgaard was uh, quite good as uh, Pennywise. I personally don't know if he topped Tim Curry for me, but I think they're both kind of doing their own thing, and it's I think they both different. Like uh, Jack uh, Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Joker. They're yeah, exactly. Different. They're both good, but in their own ways. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, I think that's really the best way to describe the film. I know everyone's saying, "Oh, this totally replaces that old cheesy '90s film." I don't think it does at all. I, I don't think so either. I think they both had some things that were, worked really well in them. Some things that one did better than the other. I think they both kind of complement each other. They both really worked for me. And um, I thought it was kind of cool they did it in the '80s too, instead of like the '50s, like the. Uh, original book yeah. movie like I thought it was kind of cool like I I enjoyed the 80s so it was kind and of nice. the Stranger Things kid I, I I can't remember his name but he was he had some really great moments I, I was laughing my head off at him how good these kid actors are these yeah. days like they are so good like we had nothing like this in the well 80s. again yeah, j- yeah just very believable the way they yeah. t- they talked and stuff I thought was really cool it's kind of nice to see kids kind of swearing again because I yeah. like movies where kids kind of say ah oh, fuck you yeah. like, your mom's a whore that kind of shit yeah. like, but. I didn't I thought the maybe again maybe I'm remembering this wrong but I thought the original did a better job of, of showing the town like everyone kind of ignores it whereas yeah. this one you got a bit of that but yeah overall it was a really solid film they might like uh, talk, talk about it in like the uh, the future because I guess this is like the uh, first part of a two part exactly the sequel is where yeah. this one can possibly surpass the yeah. original because I know a lot of people have a problem with the adult segment I, yeah. I still like the adult segment but yeah. it is the weaker half yeah definitely so we'll see what these guys can do with the um, the second half of the I was actually film. hoping that they turn uh, who's that guy uh, Seth Green into uh, the older gentleman because he played the uh, yeah, guy yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool What's that, Richie? But anyways, uh, what are you going to give? Okay, so this one we're doing out of five. No. We're doing this one out of ten as well? Are we yeah. going like, completely back yeah. out of ten? For this episode, we are back to our, our ratings out of ten. We just felt like everything was getting a three, three and a half. Yeah. Every movie was getting the same rating. So this is going to give us to kind of show which film we liked a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, that does So it's out of ten, our ratings now. Maddie, what are you going to give it? The new I, it? Right now, i got to give it an eight. I really okay. dug it. So. Uh, I'm cl- I would probably go seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's definitely up there, uh, one of the best uh, horror films this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. Like, it's up there with uh, Get Out and whatnot. Like, it's going to be, it's been a good year for top five. It's one of those films where it wasn't perfect, but there was no really big complaints I had for, like, overall, it's just a really solid, well-made film in in every uh, uh, faucet. But, um, yeah, I guess uh, with that, let's jump into... October 1st? October 1st. October 1st? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, who wants to start off with October 1st? All right. So on October 1st, I uh, went out and I partied hard until like three in the morning. So I got home and I ended up watching uh, Bad Moon. Have you guys heard about this movie? Oh, the werewolf it's movie. It's a werewolf movie, but it takes place like a, it's terribly acted, but it's all through, I guess, like the dog is fighting off the werewolf. Isn't that Corey Heim? I don't think so. It was, um, oh, I think it's Silver Bullet. Yeah. It was an enjoyable movie. Like the acting was kind of bad, but the transition was kind of cool, and I kind of like how the uncle kind of was just going around killing people as like a werewolf. So Is that I don't a spoiler? know. Spoiler? 
No, 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 no. It, it definitely, like, he leaves the trailer because he's just kind of like uh, destroying all these rangers and shit. So, and it's pretty much the dog versus uh, werewolf, which is kind of cool. So I got to give this movie six out of ten because I don't know. It might be because I was a little bit drunk, but <laughs> <laughs> still counts. <laughs> Uh, Danny, you want to jump in since you watched a billion fucking movies? Yeah, I'll jump in. So the first three movies I watched on October first, which I I I was supposed to go to the same drunkard Maddie went to on the thirtieth, but didn't end up making it. Which he doesn't like Maddie. He faked six. We can start watching movies at midnight. I'm pretty sure of it because see, it's not even true. And you know what? I was actually (laughs) see that is true. It's me. I did do that, but I like (laughs) made through one movie. (laughs) I actually when I woke up, I had been watching Dexter, so I watched four episodes of Dexter. When I woke up, which I should count, but I'm not going to. I'd count Dexter. But I'm not going to. That wasn't my point. I was just kind of like sick. He's going to be trying to count those Dexter when he's down by two films at the end. Oh, buddy, you have no clue. (laughs) No, that's not going to That's another rule, too. If you don't mention on the show, it doesn't count. So you can't be like, well, I watched 10 other things. I just didn't feel like covering on the show. Well, technically, I did mention Dexter. So if we got to go back and do it, it's (laughs) there. No, 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 no. I'm totally kidding. But what I did is, uh, as prepping for movies that I'd never seen, because I wanted to go in and talk about movies, yeah. I was at Walmart and I saw this little pack, and it was the the Ouija set. Okay, is what they said. So I was like, I know I have Ouija one, the mm-hmm. thing that they just filmed, and I'm like, I didn't know they have a third one, but it's weird that it's yeah, all it's out. Strange. So I grab it, bring it home, and then I look at it, and it's an independent film. Okay, so is it like Ouija, and then like the Origins of Evil? No, it's, there is no, no Ouija three. Yeah, no, well, Z, this th- is like a knockoff. Oh, is it like all all three movies knockoffs? But no, well, it's not even a knockoff of the movie because this came out in 2012. Okay, so, the so, original. It's called the three movies were the the Ouija experiment. Okay, yeah, the Ouija, the Ouija experiment resurrection, too. and then the Ouija summoning. Okay, because they're all net Netflix actually. I have uh, very low hopes for these movies, not going to lie. So. Oh, the highest score that was there was a four. Okay, then. <laughs> so the first one, just to talk about it, so I put mm-hmm. it in thinking it's going to be this movie. I'm like, this isn't the movie I've seen before. Mm-hmm. So the first. Well, to be fair, of- it's probably not that much worse than the original Ouija, because the original oh, Ouija is... no, nah. this is. The original this Ouija is pretty bad. Origin you know what? Ouija was awesome. I kind of wish that I watched uh, The Origins of Evil rather than watching Ouija 1, because I feel like the uh, that original movie kind of gave away the ending of part two. Yeah. So if you if you haven't seen these movies, fuck the original and just go to number two. That's my advice to you guys. Which the movies that have nothing to do with the three Dan's talking about. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is I'm confusing. Cut them off. <laughs> the, the Ouija experiment. The weirdest thing about this movie is yep. it's like this weird. You know, they all get together, use this Ouija board. But then for no apparent reason, there's like no exaggeration, a 10 minute scene where you see a guy setting up like his phone to record him and his girlfriend fucking. Yeah. But it's the weirdest. You uh, you bring that movie with you? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, the yeah. weirdest, weirdest sex scene because mm. he spends like five minutes dancing in front of the camera. That's weird. Is he trying to hit that Ouija but spot? But then the girl never, <laughs> the girl never ever comes out until like the ending. Like it's like this huge sex scene with no boobs. Huh. It's so that weird. That is odd. And then from that point, uh, like. It's kind of like a found footage film. Yeah, very, I assume. Very boring. Uh, the ending, this is, I actually wrote this in my notes. The ending, not to give it away in case those people were totally entranced in this movie. The girl throws the Ouija board in the fire and she's like, burn, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that might save that movie for me. Oh, it was the only thing decent about that movie, <laughs> but I definitely give it three out of ten. It was terrible. So how do the sequels hold up? 
Uh, so the the second one is based on the fact that the first one was a huge hit. Okay. And the people that starred in it now are celebrities. Okay. So it's oh, so it's like a meta film. Kind of, yeah. Like, like the, the, all... the actors play themselves kind of deal? Yeah. Okay. So the actors are playing themselves, but then they're putting on like this weird theater and they're turning the theater into a haunted house, but all these people only know these people from being celebrities. Mm-hmm. So like the guy that had this, like the black stereotypical guy that was in every yeah. early 2000 movie. Yeah, unit. Yeah, so he has this catchphrase in the other movie that he keeps saying in the second movie. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of amazing. Trying to pick up chicks, and then it, the, like the other cast members are mad at him for trying to pick up chicks. Like it's just horrendous the way this movie. So Dan, please them. tell me this was three movies for five bucks, right? This was in the five dollar bin. He yeah, actually, five dollar bin. I was gonna say, please don't tell me you paid like fifteen dollars for this. Twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> The other terrible thing about this movie, yeah. when I was watching this, because like, I was kind of making breakfast, even though it was like noon, kind of talking to Courtney, and then as I'm watching this movie, I realized that every single visible minority, and not even minority, in this movie is being exaggerated their stereotype. Oh, really? So like, the there's stereotype? like these two girls, uh. and then there's like uh, their gay friend. Oh, but he's then like the gay very friend like, ham- is ham- like... Up. Like, say, like just over the yeah. top crazy. The other weird thing, other than the stereotypes about this movie, is the town sheriff yeah. comes out and he's like, I've been sheriff around these parts for years. Da, 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 da. Sheriff looks 27. <laughs> is it one of them good looking sheriffs? No. <laughs> he's like, like Timothy Olafontastic. It's really weird. He looks like he has a normal beard, but they yeah. put like, like baby powder in his beard. <laughs> like, it's so weird. And then, Please tell me it's David Arquette. That would be amazing. <laughs> he looks like Dewey a is back. Yeah. He looks like a younger version of David Arquette. It's weird. Ouija three. Dewey needs cash. That would be amazing. <laughs> Dewey's big break. <laughs> and then what's really really weird about it is out of nowhere, there's crazy inbreeding in the movie. <laughs> Huh. Like out of wait, nowhere, Ouija three. All signs point to cash. <laughs> so, and this is I gotta give him credit. Like, oh, it listen, seems like they're just throwing out anything there. Maybe this is why I didn't watch in October because uh, pumpkin. Sometimes you got a pumpkin. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> That's horrendous. So I actually wrote the ending. Obviously, leads into a third movie because it's just very I obvious. can't believe it's been 10 minutes and we're still talking about these Ouija knockoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so the third yeah. one, even though the second one leaves on a cliffhanger, nothing whatsoever oh, the to do with like the first two. The third is just like a whole new two. movie, eh? I actually wrote Ouija Summoning 2016. Nothing to do with the last two. Seems like somebody did the research <laughs> because it looked like they just made up a bunch of rules about the Ouija board. Let's be honest. I've heard about this. Like when these directors yeah. get on these jobs or these shitty little films and it's the third film, they don't care, and they just like, well, yeah. I'm not even going to bother watching those. I'm just going to do my own movie and fuck the mythology yeah. because, I mean, that's what you even saw that with, like, you know, the big slasher franchises. Yeah, yeah, even stuff. like oh, uh, sure. House, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've, I've seen interviews with directors where they're like, yeah, I couldn't be bothered to watch films. Yeah. I decided I was just going to do my own thing. The weird thing about the third one was it's beautifully shot. It's well done. Like, it's basically this girl goes camping with, like, her boyfriend and their friend. The friend ends up, you know, being hurt and messed up. And then she comes home trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, Ouija, save us from this. <laughs> <laughs> the cool what thing about the, the one cool thing about this movie is if I were to give you this, like, three DVD combo thing. Yeah. 
and you just watch the last 25 minutes of these three movies, just the last 25 minutes of the three movies, yeah. you'd be like, wow, this is a great fucking film. Oh, really? The last 25 minutes of the third film is creepy as hell and amazing. Hmm. This film seems like you give a friend the DVD and then you get a call on your phone like, seven days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, so the second one, I gave a three, and the last one, I gave... And what'd you give the first one? A three. Okay. Yeah, all right. I believe, yeah. So what'd you have watching, Roddy? Well, I, I wanted to start off October 1st strong. Yep. So I uh, decided to start off with Max and Ruby season one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we're, uh, we're, we're that's where we're at right now, eh? <laughs> uh, Max's Halloween from 2002. Um, no, I'm not going to talk about this, but I'm just throwing it there because I'm yeah. going to count it, bitches. Yeah, I'm desperate yeah, yeah, here. <laughs> this is a year, I don't know what's going on, but the past month I've been struggling to uh, finish any movie so every movie like the last half an hour I've spent like to get through five minutes of movie it's like rewinding it takes me about a half an hour to get through five minutes of film because I'm rewinding so many times you're falling asleep yeah exactly I'm one of those guys I'm not gonna like just let it go it's like yeah. no I am watching that fucking scene yeah. until I've like seen yeah. it seen it but no I, I always try to start off October 1st with like a classic black and white film usually mm-hmm. 13 go something like that but uh, this year I didn't want to do that one because I've done that one so much so not a black and white film, but uh, definitely an old and hokey film anyways. Uh, from 1966, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Have you guys I've seen or heard, heard of this of film? This. What is it? No, but uh, I'm very intrigued. Stars Don Knotts. Okay. Who is pretty much his uh, same awkward, frightened. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, what you would expect. Um, he wants to be a reporter, but he's treated like a joke. Like it opens up and he thinks he saw murder, but it's not. But uh, uh, some of his fellow co-workers dare him, though, to spend the, the night in this apparently haunted house. That's really, unfortunately, the only horror element in this film is he has to spend the night in this haunted house. But it's very well done. It's got like the thunderstorm going on, the cobwebs. What would you expect in that kind of film? Noises banging on walls and a creepy organ playing by itself. Don Knotts played scared really well. Yeah, oh yeah. He has a scene like where he's trying to tell and he's like shaking. It's like it's perfection. So that part is really fun where he has to spend this night in this old haunted manor. Not really much to it. But that's only about... 15 minutes of the film. Okay. But the rest of the film is, so he, he writes a story that he spent this night in this haunted house. It makes no sense because after that, for some reason, he's the hero of the town, even though he pretty <laughs> much says how he was afraid and ran out. But anyway, so the, then the rest of the film is like everyone's reaction. He's the hero. And then the there's this old, um, crotchet old man who owns the house and he disinherited and he's planning on um, selling it and bulldozing it. But he is suing Don Knotts because now uh, no one... It's kind of a little complicated. Uh, this is actually kind of yeah, complicated for like a Don Knotts. The real estate company that was yeah. going to handle the sale of the home, the one woman that owns 51% of the company is like this psychic and believes in all that supernatural going on. So she says, no, we're not selling that house. There's too much, There could be ghosts. There could be a real chance to have proof of the supernatural. So he takes them to court and then it becomes like a courtroom drama. <laughs> um, well, comedic courtroom yeah. drama and then the ending is he has to go in and try to prove that the ghosts are real um, yeah I was a little disappointed I, I was hoping it'd be more like the, I was housing. hoping the haunted house would be a large part of it but what, what's there is really cool again if you enjoy that old school haunted house feeling uh, the ending has like kind of that nice wrap up kind of a Scooby Doo finale where it's like oh this is not quite what you think mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know I, like I said I wish there was more horror elements but it, it was a fun it's like the kind of movie you'd want to throw on a Sunday afternoon if you yeah. have you know maybe there's yes. a young kid around or something uh, I'd give it six out of 10 pumpkins. Huh? No, not a great film, but I, I enjoyed it enough, I guess. Very cool. Yeah. 
So on the uh, first, I ended up watching uh, Treehouse of Horror, the original one, where they actually go to the Spartan Lisa, go to the actual um, treehouse. I watched this as well. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Awesome. So are, are you doing, uh, we talked about this before it started, are you going to try to get through every Treehouse I of Horror? I am Horn? actually. Well, I am as well. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I, I've been That's doing one, one a day. We'll yeah. see if I can keep up with I, it. Uh, I have him, but um, mix, mixing him up. Like I did one, I okay. did twenty four, and I did like. Okay, uh, so you're gonna screw up everything. Yeah. But you know what? I'll probably I'll jump into it. By the way, this is from season two, is when they started the yeah. Treehouse of Horror from nineteen ninety. But yeah, go ahead, dude. I have such like a uh, strong feeling because it's one of like the original like Halloween episodes that I remember watching as a kid. Yeah, and uh, it has a great story. Like even like the uh, the Raven is absolutely genius. Uh, they're just reading like Edgar Allan Poe's tale, which is kind of boring. Let's face. I'm not really like like a poet guy, but I don't know. Edgar Allan Poe is kind of cool, though. Yeah, but it kind of sucks. But the way they actually did it with like <laughs> Homer, like uh, acting it out, and like it's, I like how you just said that Edgar Allan Poe kind of sucks. <laughs> no, no I, I don't mean that. But like, it's hard to read because it's all old timey, and like it's not. I, I, I think, think that's why that I like that it. That actually inspired. Uh, I think there's a ton of people that aren't like I, us I where so. we enjoy that horror genre, mm. genre uh, where. It inspired, like, I think a lot of people wouldn't have known Edgar Allan Poe if it wasn't agree, for actually. that Simpsons episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's probably a lot of, like, literary guys that we wouldn't know if it wasn't for the Simpsons. Oh, for yeah. sure. So, anyways, that uh, The Raven is amazing. They did the uh, the haunted house, the Amityville house, where they actually buy this haunted Yeah, the house. bad dream house. That was amazing, with the walls dripping blood. I yeah. really dug that one. Yeah, this is one, actually, I never really enjoyed the first Treehouse. I remember always kind of skipping past it and enjoying the later ones, but I was actually quite surprised how much I did enjoy this one this time around. I love the wraparound where, um, yeah, the kids are in the trails telling the stories, hence the trails of horror, uh, and Homer's outside, like, frightened by all the stories. Was, and he goes to bed, and he's like, oh, I hate Halloween. Yeah. I thought that was like, a great, like... Like a little cap on but it. yeah, Bad Dream House is cool. There's yeah. a lot of like references to various haunted house mm-hmm. flicks in there, which I thought was kind of cool. Like a vortex um, in the burial ground. And I was actually really surprised. I mean, it's done kind of in a jokingly manner, but the fact that you have all the family, including kids, with daggers going around each other saying, kill, 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 in a that's circle, cool, going to kill right? each other. I was like, wow, that's pretty yeah, like ahead of its time for a 1990. Like, I know this show was made for adults, but let's yeah. be honest, most of the audience was yeah. kids. So I was quite surprised by that. And yeah, the, the Raven is fun. Um, it's pretty much the Simpsons to an Edgar yeah. Poe. But um Possibly my favorite. I don't know. Bad Dreamhouse is awesome as well. But Hungry and the Damned, which is the first ever appearance Kodos, of the uh, Kang and Kodos. Uh, fun episode where they, they, get, they abduct the Simpsons and they keep on feeding them to fatten them up. And then Lisa finds a book and it's like, how to cook humans or something. And yeah. it's like, wait a second, there's just space dust on there. And he blows off and it's like, how to cook four humans. And she's like, wait, there's more space. And it goes back and forth, this yeah. space dust thing. But really fun episode. I, I, again, I was really was surprised dope, how right? well this held up. Uh, again, usually I would skip this and go to the later ones, which are, I, are really good. But, I remember uh, we had this I, conversation I about like how uh, all the uh, Simpson Treehouse of Horrors, there's always like one poor segment. This yeah. one doesn't have one. Like, no, all yeah, three are amazing. So. And I wanted to mention too, that it's kind of cool because like you said this was the first Trials for us. so this is the first time we see the, the yeah. camera going through the graveyard and yeah you get the, the score which yeah. you're going to see go across every episode from this point forward and even like little music cues and sound effects I noticed this episode had it and you're going to see those throughout like the next 20 plus yeah. uh, episodes so it's kind of like cool watching this classic I don't know it, it's just a, a nostalgic uh, trip back and yeah. it, it's really cool seeing it, how you know it all what? began nostalgic is, is very true like I remember actually watching that episode when it was on TV for the right? first time when it premiered 
And I even remember, like, we, we it was on a Sunday, because Simpsons used to be on the Sunday at 8 o'clock. Mm. And I remember Still me is. and Maddie, like, finishing our dinner and then, like, making popcorn and yeah. sitting and just getting Watching ready it. to watch The Simpsons, because it was coming up on it was Halloween. It was a Halloween We all excited about it. I remember that as a kid. Like, you know, you had your bowl of popcorn and you were waiting for that nights? TV show. It was always Sunday, from I what I know. I think it might have been on Tuesday. Anyways, did you guys ever find? I remember um, <laughs> for Bad Dream House. Did, did you guys ever throw you off? Because the episode, the wall, like right from the beginning, before yeah. shit's even going down, the color of the walls and the and the they keep changing, keep right? On changing. It's like one scene that the shot is green, then it's red. I always remember thinking like it's screwed up, and I remember fooling around with the settings <laughs> and being like, "What's going on?" And then I found out that's just part of the episode. But it's really weird how it's done. I mean, it's kind of a cool again homage to that's those type the, of films. Is that the one where it's like but, that's odd? The blood normally gets off at the third floor. No, that's, that's later on. That's yeah, the that's shinning. Later on. The oh, that's the shinning right right. Um, right. But uh, no, th- this one has some great lines, though. This is the yeah. one where the house. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay, I know the one. But I, I was actually Sorry. there was a there was a line that was again made me like belly laugh, which is surprising for 1990 Simpsons. Yeah. And that's where he's on the phone and he's like, "You didn't tell me that this house was built on a burial ground. No, you didn't. Well." Okay, okay, well, maybe, maybe like, he, he, he has, it turns out he did, and, that, yeah. and he just completely forgot about this. Like, he completely forgot that the house he was buying was on a burial ground. I don't know, just the way it was done. Yeah. Um, don't go by my uh, terrible, terrible uh, reenactment. of uh, Homer. Um, it, it was quite good. Uh, yeah, anyways, how many pumpkins are you going to give uh, this one? I got to give it 9 out of 10, man. It's wow. awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I'm going to go 7 pumpkins out of 10 for me. Yeah. I really like it, but there's a lot better ones to come, in my opinion, okay. which uh, we'll get into. Oh. Uh, what else did you guys watch on the first? Do you guys remember uh, Will Smith in his sitcom, The Fresh Prince? Do you guys remember the show? Remember the small little show? It wasn't really that big, was it? No, is that what was that yeah, one? Yeah. Uh, was it, what was that theme song? William Smith. The, 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 cheers. Something about something. Um, freshness. Uh, that, 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 that doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyways, uh, the, from season four, they did a Halloween episode called uh, Hex and the Single Guy. So I guess uh, Hillary's boyfriend dies, I guess, in a bungee jumping accident. And for Halloween... She decides that the whole family is going to this medium. So they go to the medium, and uh, they're all making fun of him because he's – it's the uh, guy from um, Beetlejuice. Otho. Otho. <laughs> <laughs> that was his character's name, at least. So anyways, he's the uh, medium, and like uh, Will Smith's making fun of him because he's like, all hokey. But during the seance, it's kind of cool because all like the uh, – they have a bunch of uh, sight gags. Like he, like he points the sign and says, like, no refunds. It kind of drops down and says, no refunds. And um, Carlton is dressed up as Macaulay Culkin, which I think is kind of amazing. I kind of remember this one. Mm-hmm. So uh, he goes back and he's like, things, bad things keep happening because he puts the hex on the uh, Smith family or Banks family. Banks. And he's making fun and he's like, things are going bad. Like Jeffrey gets taken away by the I, um, IMS, the Immigrant Services. Uh, Phil is getting like... Uh, arrested for uh, taking bribes because he's a judge. Then he goes like, oh, no, i got to make this stop. And he goes back, and it's he's no longer this like medium. He's just like a guy making tea for his grandmother. And he's like, get out of here, you hoodlum. And then like he wakes up, and he's like, oh, thank God. It was all a dream. Then he goes back, and he relives the same morning of Hillary saying like, oh, yeah, it's, we're going yeah, to the medium. Yeah, I remember that. It was a I, fun one. I had a ton of fun with this episode, actually. Like, I don't Did remember Carlton watching it Did Carlton dress like Macaulay Culkin kind of look like Cisco? Yeah, a little bit like that. You got okay. it, man. Yeah. So I got to give this one like, uh, I'm going to say like six out of 10 because I find Will Smith kind of, this show is pretty hard to watch these days, I think. It doesn't hold up as well, but I, I don't know. Not. It's still it's still yeah. fun. 
Yeah, again, I enjoyed this episode, but uh, I got some more Fresh Friends Halloween episodes that I'm going to talk about, and they are way worse. <laughs> uh, Danny, did you watch anything else on the first? This, yeah, I did. Uh, this is the problem with my first day. I was sick as hell on the first, and I did. I only watched one good movie. Well, that and, would that would do it to anyone watching three of those Ouija yeah, knockoffs. Yeah, so, <laughs> and if I wasn't done torturing myself, I watched a movie called Ghost of the Brotherhood. <laughs> That was recorded. Is this about an Aryan race ghost or what? <laughs> no, it was one of those like independent film like combo things. Like I bought it at Valley Village. So it's a ghost hunter like kind of style documentary. Yep. And it starts off interviewing this guy, and he's like going on talking about how people take pictures in abandoned houses, how there's like dust particles in the air, and how those aren't orbs; they're just dust particles. And, like, you know, basically debunking all of this, like, haunted ghost shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this could be really good. Like, it spent, like, a good half hour, 40 minutes debunking all the shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it goes into this cheesy seance where they're, like, hmm. connecting with somebody. And I'm like, this is really yeah. cheesy. And I thought what they were doing with it is they're going to do this seance and then debunk the seance. Yeah. But it didn't go to that point. It went to the guy who was the guy that was debunking things, being possessed and talking to them as the ghost that was living in the house. (laughs) And I'm like, at what point does this become like a scary movie? Like, what the hell's going on? And then it ends. That's it, eh? I was just like, I just wasted an hour and a half of my life. You know, like when like you watch gay porn and you're waiting for the woman to show up and she never does. That's like that's that, what eh? this movie was like. But yeah, that's exactly what it was like. It was like watching was no gay boobs. porn <laughs> without the boobs. Okay, how many pumpkins are you gonna give that, Dan? Uh, I'm gonna give it about a nine. No, uh, <laughs> I gave it a three. Okay, you are, like, it was you, interesting. You are batting so much low. Uh, yeah, you may have theory. watched more yeah. films, but yeah. if we're going oh, by, uh, honestly, I was so ratio, my yeah. first day. I was so disappointed <laughs> in it because he just gives up after like four movies. <laughs> no, Dan, is it as disappointed as this face right now? Listening to you talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on the uh, first, I also watched that Near Dark. Have you seen Near Dark, Danny, or no? No. It's oh, about it's a masterpiece. this rambling a road of vampires who kind of, it's a family who wander the roads in like a trailer. Huh. And this one girl kind of, uh, it gets sweet on this one boy, so she kind of bites him, and uh, but she doesn't want to kill him because she's a bit sweet on him. So he starts turning into a vampire. He doesn't know it yet. So he's running home. He's kind of burning up. He doesn't understand why. And then he's like, listen, you're one of us now. So they pick him up in this RV and just go on this road trip. And he has a week to uh, fit in with the family or they're going to kill him. Wow. And it's uh, Lance, Lance Hendrickson, Hendrickson, Bill Paxton, and directed by Catherine Bigelow. It is amazing. You I can't beat that. It has such a great uh, ideas for a movie, too. Like they have oh, yeah, a, yeah. That one kid who gets bit uh, yeah. as a kid, and he stays a kid for the rest of his life. And was it, isn't he from like the Civil War or something? Yeah. Or, or, or maybe Lance Hendrickson's from the Civil War? Yeah, Lance Hendrickson was, but he's been around for a while because they keep calling him old man. Yeah. Like, uh, what are you doing, old man? So anyways, um, there's a lot of cool scenes, and a lot of, uh, I recognize things from other movies, like when they're shooting holes in like, the RV to get like, oh, yeah. the sunlight in. And I think there's a scene in a bar where it's Bill Paxton at his absolute best, because he is a menace in this movie. He's just this badass guy. Doesn't he have like the things on the back of the, the boots? Spurs. The yeah, spurs, yeah. And he, they just go into this rambling like shit kicker bar, and they just decimate the place, but like one by one by one, yeah. they just bully everybody. And in the end, like they kill all 
them all. The whole bar is just covered yeah, in blood by the end of it. They kill the waitress. Like at first, like uh, should I get like a, a bottle of like bud and a and a glass? She's like I uh, just leave the glass. I don't need it. And then he just cuts her throat and like pours out her blood in the glass and drinks it. And they're all just sitting back in a bar, just casually drinking blood. Yeah, it's a fantastic. And it's amazing. Movie. And uh, yeah, Bill Paxton. It- is amazing. Even that. though, like in the horror community, it has yeah. like a big falling. Like I still mm-hmm. feel it's kind of underrated. Like I agree, it's kind actually. of like this gem that a lot of people. It's unfortunate too because they released on Blu-ray and they released it during the Twilight fame. Yeah. So like the cover looks like the Blu-ray cover. Unfortunately, looks like it's a Twilight knockoff. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but it's fantastic. Yeah, film. it's really not that romantic. Like this guy, like uh, he's kind of a puss. He doesn't want to kill. So he's like kind of killing this girl who turned him. Like slowly, because he has to feed off of her, because he doesn't want to kill people. So he has a week to kill somebody. I like how you caught him up plus because he doesn't want to kill. Yeah, people. come on, man! Like you're a vampire. You got these fucking fangs. You don't know how to use these fucking fangs. I'm like, you're that guy in like the PG-13 movie. I want you to be like the guy in the Rated R movie. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Uh, are we done in the first? Did you guys got ten more films? Uh, I, to talk I got about? a few more. I'm giving Jesus. this. I got to give this eight out of ten. But I also okay, nice. watched. Um, Treehouse of Horror 24. I don't want to get into it because it kind of stinks, but the best part of the Treehouse 24 is this intro that uh, uh, Del Toro did. And it is pretty much like an homage to every movie that he's made in this like five minute like intro. To this yeah, episode. I haven't seen that episode yet, but I have seen the intro before. It is, it is awesome. Great, yeah. the, 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 the segments kind of stink. They do like a fat in the hat, like a, a cat in the hat knockoff. It's like, oh, what? Yeah, I'm going to try yeah. to get through every one by the end of the month, but it's going to be tough when you get up to those later ones where there's like no horror elements like, whatsoever. I, I got to give it five out of ten, and that, like a good two points on that are just for like the uh, intro wow. on this one. Oof, not uh, not looking forward to that. No, 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 no. What else you guys got? I also watched Modern Family Halloween. I actually really dig this one. <laughs> uh, what happens is uh, the family they set up this whorehouse, but everyone's having their own personal shit, so it's not going the same way that the. Uh, mom wants it to go so it's all them like figuring out their stuff is that and the awesome land no no it's the original one where oh, the original? they're trying to figure stuff out so that's pretty much what I watched on the first sorry how many uh, pumpkins are you going to give Modern Family I got to give Modern Family 7 out of 10 wow because really it. it's like it's all Halloween like it's it's cool man cool. I think I talked about that last year yeah I, I think you like, probably Modern watched Family it Modern Family is yeah. worth they, they do the Halloween, Halloween really good yeah. and they would horn more yeah I need, I need to check out that yeah. show I've never really watched it so uh, I'll be really quick on my yeah. last two uh, I watched Ouija Another the, the, fucking Ouija movie? No, the 2015 one. Oh, okay, Jesus. Uh, which, which I, I kind of like. Like the, it's one the of those original. Where, like I, like I talked about it last year. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I, I got a lot more out of it watching it a second time around. Okay. It was more interesting. It was more kind of drawing me in. But I'm still not huge on it. Like I only yeah. gave it a six out of ten. That like, makes it's just. You, have you watched the uh, sequel? I haven't seen the sequel. Okay. Yet. The but sequels yeah. is really the only one worth. Yeah, watching. I, I, yeah. As I suggested earlier, don't watch the first one. Don't watch the second yeah, one. It's yeah. it's not great. And mm-hmm. my last movie that I watched on the first, uh, which was a lot of fun to watch, because mm-hmm. normally I have lights on in my place. Like it's very rare that I have the lights completely off, so it's dark. But Which-ch- I watched Apollo eighteen in okay. complete dark. Yeah, I kind of dug that movie. And what Anyways. I do love about that movie is when it comes to like space movies, it's a really believable film. Is it? Like you kind of go through it. It's kind of like a found footage, like it's three guys. Yeah, and, like, it's found nah. footage and it's like the, the mission that NASA mm-hmm. doesn't claim went up yeah. there. So it's claiming on a lot of people that love horror movies, love the conspiracy yeah. aspects. So it kind of plays on that. That's yeah, pretty cool. So it's just really cool. And then the whole... If I you find the your, last half hour kind of stunk, though, didn't it? Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, it's you You see where the movie's going about an hour into it, and then you just got to stick out the ending, yeah. you know? But it's it's kind of like that creepy thing of thinking of being on the moon, and even they have, like, Russian... So yeah. So you're like, 
on a planet that only seven or so people have yeah, been on, and you lucky. see footprints. Yeah, it's weird, It just right? kind of fucks with you on that mm-hmm. level. So that's what I really the isolation about that movie. Yeah. It's shot so much like Apollo 13, so when yeah. you see Apollo 18, like when me and Cordy started watching, she's like, where's Tom Hanks? I'm like, <laughs> he's not coming. I'm sorry. Sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> but yeah, so that was... What are you, get, what are you giving I, it? I only gave it a six out of ten. Okay. Very cool. All right. First, we're done. Okay, uh, yeah, you guys are putting me to sleep. You guys went through a month's worth of films Yeah, in a we day. did. Uh, is the second going to be any different, or did you both watch a stack again? Oh, I watched a stack of the second. <laughs> okay, well, why don't you guys just jump in and start again, because well, I didn't watch much either. Let me talk about again. what I saw on the second, number two, of the Saw franchise. I think this is actually a... Probably the best Saw movie. Well, you got to stop for a second. Dan's got a hard on over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He hears the word on, Saw. Man. and man. <laughs> I, I see Saw. I saw Saw. Anyways, I love the uh, the actual house aspect of this movie where like, everything's a contraption. It's almost like... Uh, uh, I would say well, it's like house, a torture funhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty much exactly what it is. And I... Uh, at this one, the plot is kind of thin, and again, it gets it gets worse as the movies go on. But the second one, I think, is the most fun out of all the uh, movies. Yeah, like torture, I haven't seen them all. A... Um, I guess I'll spoil it. Yeah. Um, this year, I set out to uh, make Dan happy. I'm gonna <laughs> try to get through. Fine, I yeah. do this every year, and I get to round three or four. But I'm yeah. gonna try to get through the Saw franchise. I'm also gonna try to get through the Paranormal oh, Activity wow. franchise. I wow. think I'll have a hard time. So uh, th- this is gonna be like I'm gonna be like. Dan for a month here, yeah. But uh, anyways, sorry, go on. Again, I I find this movie really fun with all like the torture devices and what have you. Eh, the plot's a little bit thin, but I'm okay with that. But the worst part of this movie is the overacting on everybody. Like, oh yeah, I think the, when he's interacting with his son, it is terrible. I don't know if they're doing this on purpose, but I just don't care about any of these actors in this film. Like everyone just seems to be hamming it up over late. Way over, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that being said, like I, I gotta give this movie six out of ten, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna watch three soon. See I'm shocked they'd give it yeah. a six out of ten because Maddie's actually had pictures of one of the actors in this movie in his bedroom since he was a, like a preteen. Like Maddie was a huge fan of New Kids on the Block and yeah. Donnie Wahlberg, yeah. you know, like well, he's they, had Donnie Wahlberg. They had, they had the right stuff. By his <laughs> they had the right stuff. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Gonna get with it, girl. <laughs> so what'd you watch in the second there, Danny? I watched the movie that uh, Courtney, when I put it in, started laughing and saying, your brother called it, you're a douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't make it to Maddie's party, and apparently Maddie made fun of me for thinking I was watching this movie at the moment. But I watched House of a Thousand Corps. (laughs) I actually called that, which is kind of crazy. (laughs) Yeah, and Courtney was making fun of me, uh, (laughs) because she's like, your brother knew you were going to do that. The movie's amazing, right? It's it's fantastic. And because we've talked about it before in length, I know yeah. Kyle probably is going to watch it at, at one point this month. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I love the movie. Um, yeah. You guys have definitely... Um, Sold me on it, and it's become a staple in my uh, Halloween watching. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if I'll get to it this year because I have a stack of other films. Like I said, with the Saw and Paranormal, we're going to kind of take that's up a lot like of my around like fourteen movies, right? Yeah, that's going to be a chunk, especially with me. I'm only getting one a day, so uh, yeah. we'll see what happens. I, I have a lot of classics I have saved I'm for the end too. Prediction right now, you're going to get through maybe three or four Saw movies, and you got to stop watching them. It happens every year, but yeah. no, I'm doing it this year, man. Okay, this is like man. the third time I've I attempted wish this. You nothing but the best of luck, baby. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses is yeah. like. 
everyone likes to rip on Rob Zombie, myself included, no, but, but that is a, a this, masterpiece in my opinion. This um, modern masterpiece, uh, Devil's Rejects. I'm going to say like even Lords of Salem. I think are three really strong movies. I think Lords of Salem is good, but I wouldn't put it like. I, oh no, I, not it's the good. Same, same, not the same. But I would say yeah, these, this uh, Devil's Rejects are definitely like Firefly very higher tier. Yeah. yeah. Or, well, with with the House of Thousand Corpse, because I know we've talked about it before, and I knew yep. you guys would have a lot to say. Just to keep it all like kind of compact. Yep. The one thing that I did write about this movie, I, I took a quote out of the movie that I think just kind of sums up the whole movie. Yeah. And it's Otis, who's this long-haired, you know, Confederate yeah. flag-loving yeah. guy that's part of this crazy family. He looks at a guy that's tied up, knows he's about to die, and he's like, it's all true. The boogeyman is real, and you found him. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, that just sums up that movie perfectly. So uh, what are you going to give this movie? Uh, it's definitely an eight and a half out of eight, ten You're not even going nine on it, eh? Eight and a half. I no, it you know what? Higher. The highest yeah. I think I've gotten is a nine. Okay, all right, all right. We got another Kyle over there. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, that's a good movie, too. Uh, it is kind of cool because it... it reinvigorated the careers of uh, Sid Haig and yeah. uh, Bill Mosley, which is... Uh, Chop Top. I mean, now those guys are in, you know, two, three movies yeah, a year. which is kind of cool. And that was kind of the movie that did it, but... The uh, watching behind the scenes on that movie is really cool, too. Like, watching the interviews with yeah. them is really cool. And Sid Haig, I've, I, like, I just have a soft spot for Sid Haig in my heart. Okay, what else did you guys watch? Have you heard about this uh, new Netflix show called Little Evil? I imagine you probably haven't heard of it. I haven't, no. Have you heard about this? No, I don't. It's pretty much a comedy where this guy marries this girl who has a, a son already, and he is the devil incarnate. And it's starting Adam Scott. It has a bunch of other comedians throughout the movie as like these stepdads who like their kids hate them. So they're all in like this meeting of like stepdads, like, oh well, my son does that. He actually shit in my shoe. My son shit in my shoe. Like, well, um, my son has this goat puppet. And he threatens to murder me constantly. And he has this goat, like, sock puppet that's actually terrifying. He's like, so it's not here right now. I mean, so it's not like a, a comedic matter. So I thought it was, like, a really fun take on the whole Damien aspect. Like, what we do with the stepfather, like, the original dad is pretty much Satan. So he even says, like, so, um, well, how did uh, little Damien get conceived? Well, it was a funny story. I met up with these guys, and uh, he took me to this party. And uh, they all thought it was funny I was a virgin. So they all, uh dressed up and we kind of got a little drunk and I guess we kind of fooled around with a few people. I was kind of passed out so I didn't really know what happened. When I woke up, the church was empty and I was pregnant. So it was kind of like a fun uh, aspect of like... Wow, uh, any movie where like a character says... When I woke up, the church was empty and right. I was pregnant. Right? I want to watch that yeah, movie. Yeah, it, it was a ton of fun. And like it's pretty much um, how this guy has to uh, live with the fact that his stepson is the devil incarnate. <laughs> so I, I, I got to give it 7 out of 10. It's a fun watch. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll jump in here since, uh, you know. Uh, you yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the Bazanko show right now. It is the Bazanko Brothers. I watched uh, from 2016 Beyond the Gates. Have you guys heard? This? I think this yeah, actually that's actually the one with the uh, the video game, like the uh, VHS. Yeah, um, it might be on Netflix. It's yeah, it's fuck, on Netflix. Fuck Netflix. Yeah, everyone, every podcast <laughs> always says it's on Netflix, and you click on like your yeah. Netflix, and it's not on there. So I try not to say it's on Netflix because UK people, it's yeah. probably not on there. US people have their own thing going on. Anyways, whatever, it might have been on there. I picked up. Uh, I'm old school. I picked up the uh, Scream Factory Blu-ray. Nice. 
it's kind of Jumanji for the horror crowd. At least that's what I was hoping, and that's yeah. what it kind of looked like it was from the trailers. These guys get this board game, and when they're playing, real stuff happens, horror stuff. Uh, it's got Barbara Crampton, which it's always nice yeah. to see her around. Uh, really cool synth score. It takes um, place in a video store, too, doesn't well, it? Well, no, but but that it opens up in a VHS store, and I was like, oh, yeah. like I was, I was like, this is, it's got, a, it opened up with a synth score, Barbara Crampton's name in the credits, <laughs> and a VHS or I was in heaven. Uh, if you allow me, uh, you allow me to say something, uh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> but unfortunately, with all that potential, it really squanders it all. Um, they had a budget to make the board game, but the board game is just not interesting. Uh, you have the potential to do a horror board game, and whatever you roll, like real stuff happens, like Jumanji, and they don't do like the board game sucks, man. I was bored watching them play. Like uh, it's just not fun. Whatever this board game is, you could have made something a little more creative. It was like polite people playing Monopoly. <laughs> I was worse than polite people playing Monopoly. The lead actor is just no charisma, not interesting at all, and not really a great actor. Unfortunately, I don't have much to say. It's just it wasn't. It had so much potential, and they wasted. Like ah, how, this is second film. There's another film called like something on Black Waters of Echo Pond or something like that, and it's the same thing. And I heard that one wasn't very good too. And I just don't get why someone has not done. The concept is kind of cool. Oh, it's like it's it's right there in front yeah. of you. Like it's like take this, and it's impossible to yeah. do a bad movie. But these people somehow they. Uh... Like you roll a dice and like yeah. if you a werewolf and have it like waxwork where a real werewolf yeah. pops out and you're getting chased by that him or like badass, right? you roll this and you if you land yeah. on this portal you actually go into like this yeah, a hotel and, uh, castle. There's just so much yeah so much potential and they, yeah. they wasted it again. Obviously, I know they don't have a big budget; they can only do so much. But like at least make the board game somewhat interesting, cool. somewhat cool. Um, it wasn't a complete waste though. In the fact that the the synth score, like I said, was good. There were some okay gore effects in there. The Photography was actually quite well done. You had some like cool like pinks and purples and stuff, which I always enjoyed lighting. And Barbara Crampton, she has a very, very minimal role. She's like the gatekeeper of the board game because it's a VHS board game. I don't yeah. know if I mentioned that yeah, yet. Yeah, um, like a nightmare or something. But she she was pretty good with with what she had. It, it wasn't a complete waste. Like I would say, maybe watch it, but um, you probably don't need to run out and buy the Blu-ray. Yeah. This may be one where maybe Netflix is okay. <laughs> the way to go. But I'm actually curious to watch. Like I'm hoping there's a cool making of them making the board game and being like, you know what, all these cool ideas let's make the board game like this like <laughs> fucking people could you imagine you know how they used to like have something those you would get in a happy meal <laughs> yeah those old board games like nightmare and atmosphere yep. and all that kind of stuff can you imagine with the technology we have now how fun those board games oh, would be? Anyways, we're getting off track here. Um, I'm going to give it five pumpkins out of ten okay. uh, again not completely ah, horrible but um, yeah I haven't. Been I doing struggle. Pumpkins. I keep <laughs> wanting to say pumpkins as well. You say pumpkins. You have to. That's what we're doing. If you don't do pumpkins, actually, doesn't count it doesn't towards your total. So, so uh, far, right now, look at look at already already. I'm in the that lead. That wasn't in your 20 minute rules, there, fucker. I'm in the lead now. Uh, what else you guys got, Danny? Uh, so that was the day that I put in Edward Scissorhands. Yep. And we decided to watch it, so nope. I'll skip that one. Uh, I watched 28 Days Later. Okay, I actually I really dig this movie. I'm a huge fan, and what's really funny is I had just, it was right after breakfast, and I had partaked in some smoky smoke, Yeah. and so my notes actually read, and Maddie will verify, Yeah. 28 days later, 2003, male full frontal nudity within the first 10 minutes of film. Kyle loves that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually in my notes. I'm not even yeah. joking. I, 
there should be more. You know what I mean? Like something there for the women, you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, or gay men. Yeah. A little, little cheesecake for well, you. It's like when you were before you would watch and you'd see like a kid die and you'd like cheer on just because that yeah. never happens. Yeah. So Full Frontal is kind of that thing like you'd never see it in films. Yeah. So it does happen. So Kyle just in three out. seconds admitted he loves watching children being killed in Full and Frontal decks. male news. <laughs> Does that say something about me? Or? I don't think so. I won't judge you. Man. I'm just it's saying, kind you know, of parts of you that I love. Let, let the women, let the gay men yeah, have yeah, something yeah, out there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, we get enough breasts. Which yeah, there's right. a film I'm going to talk about was nonstop breasts. It yeah. was pretty much a porn film. All right. So all right. you know, let yeah, them have the cop. Yeah, yeah. Listen, bring, bring, bring some more dick. Out. So here's the thing that I wanted to talk about this movie, and yeah. I, I, I know we want to keep this quick. So that whole movie, it's always driven me nuts yeah. thinking about how do you shoot that. How do you shoot the beginning of that film? They with shut London down begun? London. That was pretty much where their budget went. No, actually, yeah. not true. Because I was like, "This is shot really like early up. in the morning when everyone's yeah. sleeping." No, what I did is I went back thinking, "Okay, I could Google this shit, or I could listen to the commentary, thinking yeah. maybe they could talk about it." So the dude that actually was like the cinematographer for it, yeah. like, is like. Out of everything I've done, this is one of the major questions I get. Yeah. What they did is they would only shut the street down for 60 seconds and he'd walk. Okay. And they would do it and then they'd start traffic up again. That they'd makes do sense. this. There's a scene he's like, one of the things that we were given a lot of credit for and were able to do a lot of stuff in London yeah. is one of the first shots that we did was they had a double decker bus on its side in the middle of the road, right along like where like, you know, Big the Piccadilly Circus and, yeah, and like the, that. Like in the river is. And they were like, We're gonna take fifteen minutes. And the city was like, There's no way you're gonna do this yeah. in fifteen minutes because they normally take hours. So they went in there, shut the streets down. So with fifteen minutes, they took this double decker bus, put it on its side, took the shot they needed of him walking past, yeah. tipped the double decker bus, went out in fourteen and a half That's minutes. That's crazy to get that shot. That's impressive, though. And after that, the city of London mm-hmm. was like, "We believe you. You'll follow your deadline. So if you want to shut down your streets, we'll uh, give you the awesome. time." I'm curious how much that cost them, though. That's got to be. A pretty penny. I don't know. I think that was a, like a pretty l- lower budgeted it, yeah, thing. Yeah, I but I was thinking like that's got to be like that's got to be a majority of their yeah. budget was the first couple shots. They basically were like, we're not going to tie up tons of space. We're this yeah. independent thing. That the city of London well, that, actually gave that film that too was bit. not shot on film. It was shot on like early HD cameras. Yeah. That's unfortunately why like the it Blu-ray does look, doesn't yeah. look great. Wonky. So what are you giving that movie, Danny? Uh, I, I definitely a seven out of ten. Yeah, I, I really like great. that movie. And if we're, because we're like kind of grouping them together, mm-hmm. right after that, I watched the Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Okay. The one really cool thing that I liked about it is like you have this whole city trying to rebuild and everything. And one of the things that it kind of reminded me of is like the whole Puerto Rico thing because you're seeing yeah. like pictures of like you know because like we devastation. Like, yeah, all like Southern North America yeah, trying to get back hit to normal. With so many different things. Like so, you're watching these films of people trying to repiece. Like mm. it was just kind of one of those wow, like that's something that was yeah. shot years ago that you're seeing now. today. Yeah, so, and with that one, I give that a 7 out of 10 as well. Awesome. I think both movies kind of hold up to each other. Yeah. They're not relying on the other. Yeah, I remember actually enjoying the, the sequel more, but it's been yeah. a while. It has been a while. I bought the Blu-ray ages ago. I haven't opened it up and yet. And it's got the probably... dude from the Hurt Locker in it. Not yeah, that, Jeremy Renner. And uh, the, the woman is uh, Rose Byrne. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. So those were, my, those were two more of the ones that I watched on the 6th. Okay, so I gave... Um, a movie, a chance. This uh, actually September, I watched the original. I watched the sequel in October. Blade. 
I haven't seen these movies since they first came out. Actually, I haven't even seen the second one. I just watched the first one, oh, and the first it was two are great. so. Um, I remember watching this in high school and just being so uh, cheese dicky, just like uh, him, are you like. Listen, listen, listen. It's him like doing like all bunch of macho posturing and like, ah, I kill vampires. Uh, it's just him like just kind of like monosyllabic like, hey, yeah. Oh, and like, it, there's something out there worse than vampires tonight. Me. Yeah, like I really, oh, but. so good. I, I, I hate it, but as I watched it. Always again, bet on black. That's, that's <laughs> exactly what it felt like, real cheese dick. Uh, but I watched it like a second time. I appreciated the cheese dick about it. I'm like, okay, I get this movie. It's supposed to be like corny as hell. I loved it with like the action, like almost like an 80s action movie. Well, it's got Steven Dorff as a really cool yeah. bad guy in that. It's yeah. got um and uh, Udo, Udo Kier does yeah. the the appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Christopherson. I always love yeah. that line where he hands him like the ancient um, piece torn out of the yeah. the ancient book, and he's like, "Smells like a vampire." Wiped his ass with it. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so I appreciate it this time around. But I ended up watching the sequel actually on the uh, second. I oh, wait, before you get on the sequel, I just wanted to mention too that fat creature that was. Oh, it's so cool, man! So yeah. cool, and again, it looked great. And like some of the the mythos was kind of cool about like the silver bullets and like not quite a vampire. Oh yeah, like I think man. there's a lot of cool ideas yeah. in there. It's like near dark in the sense like yeah. vampires have been done a billion times. I love yeah. these movies that come in and like we're gonna mix up a little yeah, bit the yeah. rules and like what works and what not. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like I don't know. I always love that kind of stuff. So the second one I thought was even better. There is this whole new breed of better vampires fucking eating the new vampires. Like I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, their mouths like open up and, and I, you can definitely Del Toro, tell baby. Del Toro did this. Like it had his style. Well, and it's all got over. it's got a lot of um Norm, early Norman Reedus. It's yeah. got Ron Perlman in yeah, there. It's amazing. Like I this movie like I was kind of shocked how good it was compared to like the first one. Mm-hmm. The first one just felt like a all right, it's actually movie. This movie took it to another upper echelon. Like it yeah. was like um, a great story at the hand of a uh, actual mass. The only problem I remember having, and I remember like then when it came out, it was outdated, but there's a couple like, that was when they were still fooling around with like full CGI. So like, they'll have an action sequence and it's full CGI of him doing a flip and it it, it looked bad even then. The first one looked exactly like Doom. You remember the Doom video game? See, no, I was going to say the second one had Uh, all that stuff. And the second one, I thought there was a lot of cool things. I don't think the first one had a lot, any uh, CGI. It was bad. The guy's like heads like turning into like explode. Yeah, it was. Well, the the blood of CGI, but it didn't have any yeah. full. Like the second one actually had like full CGI characters. The first one didn't have any of that. Did they? I don't remember that. No, like, yeah. I remember the first one. Like, yeah, because that was one of the first films to do it. I remember it being yeah. a big deal and showing like Blade doing this fight sequence, and he was completely CGI. And like I remember back then, it was like, oh, it looks bad. Yeah, that was my, that was always my problem with that film. I've loved it since it came out, but I always had yeah. a problem with some of that CGI. But anyway, yeah, I get it. So, anyways, uh, what are you going to give them? I got to give us one. I'm going to say eight out of ten. I, I, I'm looking forward to the third one, but I've heard no. Not yeah, good the third things. one's not good yeah. at all. Sorry, and would you give the first one? Uh, the first one it, I did it in September, so I got to give that six out of ten. Okay, yeah, we won't count it towards the yeah, total. no, 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 of course. But, yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> so that one gets six out of ten. This one gets uh, eight out of ten pumpkins. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I actually watched one more movie that day. It's the only movie I watched yeah. too this uh, this week. I mentioned it's going to watch Paranormal Activity series, so I started off. 2007, the first Paranormal Activity. Awesome. Um, this film, man, that, that first fucking chunk. It is spooky. What a, no, I was going to say, what a bore. Oh, it's yeah. just like the long, this long stretch of nothing happening. And then like, like Blair Witch Project that has this really cool mythology. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they are planning sequels or they just didn't have the time or effort to think of any cool mythology. But like, you don't know anything that's going on, really. Yeah. They kind of hint things that happened in her previous, like when she was younger. But 
So yeah, I don't know. I was I was having a tough time getting through this, and I'm like, man, I really enjoyed this and found a creeper the first time, and mm-hmm. it, it's just not holding up. But once it started getting going, I was like, okay, now I know okay. why I like this. But I'd say from the point on where like the footprints appear and the powder, and they're like cloven hooves, aren't they? Um, I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. But from there on, it, it got there. Are some really cool scares. There's yeah. a scare where like with the blanket like it goes underneath yeah. the blanket I thought that was really creepy and I, I don't want to spoil too much but there's a scene it, it's not the finale necessarily but where she gets pulled out of bed is like mm. it was fucking terrifying yeah so some very effective scares I was actually surprised too about how well those effects stood up like you never there's not any time in the movie where you're like that's an effect like I'm, yeah. how do they do that like yeah. I don't know if they did it with low budget CGI but it's unlike a lot of films that are you know that's already what eight years yeah. old now I, there was no scenes that I was like okay I can tell that's CGI Yeah. so yeah I don't know it's a weird film in that it's not necessarily a good film it's barely even a film it's almost like more of a ride you know what I mean yeah. you're, you're just watching it Waiting for it to get dark so you can see what jump, what yeah. thing is going to pop out at you, what door is going to slam What's shut next? and scare you. But um, I don't know. I, I had fun with it. Um, we'll see how the sequels go if they hold up. I'm kind of yeah. worried that by the third or fourth, this may get pretty old. Yeah. This, this gimmick the with, with the paranormal activities. If you watch them, and I, I love the fact that you called the first one a ride because like the second one's kind of a ride. You're just going along for like the journey. You're just like, oh, that's an interesting story. And then the third one even, and even the fourth one, it's like, ah, they're all interesting stories. They kind of tie together. The fifth one is, you're just like, okay, this doesn't make sense. You can kind of see it kind of ties into the other ones. Yeah. But then the last one is just like, everything we've said to you, here's the story. Yeah. And then ties everything together. But okay. if you just watch them not being related to each other, mm-hmm. they're really interesting. And that's it. It's just a ride. It's just something you can go on. It's like the Scooby-Doo ride at Wonderland. Yeah. Well, it's something to do. Yeah, well, well, we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping I can get through them all. But yeah, hopefully you can kind of uh, comment with me mm-hmm. uh, your thoughts on them as we go. But um, one thing I wanted to add, um, the Katie girl was kind of tolerable. I thought she, was, she wasn't she was bad, her acting and stuff. But that Mika guy kind of got on my nerves pretty quickly, man. He needed yeah. a good slap, mm-hmm. slap or two. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to seven pumpkins out of oh, ten. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't love it uh, as much as the first time. Yeah. Mind you, the first time I think I, I've told this story before I was watching it. You were Alone. And uh, alone in the dark, late at night, and I heard bangings outside. So I went outside thinking, like, I didn't necessarily think it was a ghost. Maybe yeah. someone's trying to break into the house. Look out the door. No one's there. Turn on the light. Nothing. Come back. Start watching the movie. Five minutes later, bam, the banging outside. Go out, and it turned out it was like we have in, in uh, I don't know if they have this around the world, but in, in Hamilton, Ontario, we have green bins where we put all the air combustible food and uh, I guess we have a big green bin and a raccoon had gotten in and it was trying to get out so when I was trying to get out it was slammed the door would like it try to get out and then it would fall back down and the door would slam so um, Kyle slaughtered it and eat it while <laughs> watching parallel activity unless he's shedding the blood of a vermin he can't enjoy that yeah, film so I had anymore. to take off a star since yeah, I wasn't eating raccoon during the, this, uh, this round but uh, what else did you guys watch I watched two and right, the one I can just sum up really quickly. Yeah, go ahead. I watched like M. Nam Shalamalam, yeah. uh, movie Signs. Awesome. Uh, 2002. Uh, everybody loves this movie. Yeah, it's Everybody's awesome. there. I've watched it a thousand times and I was struggling to find a talking point about it. And I did find a talking point that I'm shocked I've never noticed. It took him finding aliens to rediscover God. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that is a fascinating. I never thought about that. I'm just gonna leave that there and say I gave it a six and a half out of ten. That oh, that's sense. it. Yeah, because there's one um, immaculate scene in that way. It's almost like looks like the Patterson Bigfoot video. Oh, the new one. Oh, yeah, the, the first time in. I saw that. Yeah. I even said to Courtney when we were watching yeah. that, I'm like, when I first watched this, this was the most horrific yeah. thing I've ever seen in a horror movie because you didn't know anything about this movie because yeah. like the, the trailers for it didn't really let you know what the hell yeah, was going was on. Good. So when you saw that video and you saw that fucker walk past the window, yeah, was, I was just like... Put the fear of God in you. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> I think that's a great movie. My only problem with that is without giving away the ending, the whole swing. and the, It's dopey, uh, right? I'm actually surprised because you guys always talk about Shyamalan like he's a god, but then when you guys give ratings to his movies, they're like six, six and a half. Yeah. And like, I rip on him all the time, but like I would give Signs and yeah, a lot of those higher. movies like way higher. Signs, I just like yeah. purposely Signs, this. Unbreakable, Six Cents are all even like the way up there I for like. me. Yeah, Even The Village I enjoyed, yeah. On, on village is so interesting. I like The Village. I, I hated that, that film when I, I rewatched it last year and and really yeah. dug it, but anyways, I, yeah, I think it's funny that I just um, like saying I his last name, higher. mispronouncing yeah, exactly. it. Shyamalan a ding dong. I'm pretty sure everybody uh, mispronounces his last name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I watched a, a Friends episode called Friends, the one with the Halloween party. This show sucks. <laughs> How is your show so popular? I, I I don't get it. Like I do not get this show. Other at all. than Seinfeld, most popular sitcoms are pretty terrible. You look yeah. at like all the popular ones. Everyone loves Raymond, Big Bang yeah. Theory. They're all bad. Man. I don't get it. Like. Uh, so I watch this. Pretty much what happens is they go to a Halloween party and uh, they dress one guy up as a bunny and he there people are making fun of him because he's not tough. He's like, oh, I'll beat up anybody here. Like, you can't beat up anybody here. And that's a fucking entire episode. <laughs> I don't get it, but it was a Halloween episode, so I got to watch I remember you, uh, when we lived together, you I went tried, on the Friends kick. I tried getting through. Like, I'm like, okay, so what's the thing? I remember like every morning I'd come and you'd yeah. be watching. I think you made it to like, what, three or four by the time, yeah. we, by the time we kicked you out of the house. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Uh, so I what are you going to give? How many pumpkins? I got to give it like I'm going to say like three out of ten. Oh wow! I don't like this show. Stinks. What's man. weird is you're not a fan of Friends, but you yeah. like How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, it's weird, right? But they're both the exact same. show. I like How I Met Your Mother. Not a yeah. Friend. You can follow through it, and like you can find, dude. No, I I I get it, but the the jokes are a bit more. Yeah, I think smarter. How I Met Your Mother's a lot better. They're definitely smarter. Exactly. Yeah. The worst part about How I Met Your Mother is just a whiny really lead. Yeah. Pardon. In the 90s, those are really smart. Again, who the fuck about the yeah, 90s? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but if you look at like even the Halloween specials, compare the Halloween stuff from How I Met Your Mother to Friends. I only saw the one. That, that oh, there's yeah. There's really no uh, correlation. Uh, did you guys watch anything else on the second? Or? I watched one more. What'd you watch? I watched The Grudge 2. Okay. Now, the uh, original Japanese or the no, American no, remake? The remake. Sarah the Michelle American Jill? remake. Uh, 2006. Not a huge fan of that movie. Like I don't thing, remember part two. What happens in it? Anything? It's they're reevaluating the first one, so like okay. it, like it almost gets shifted to Chicago. Okay. Like the ghost, uh, like the grudge ends up coming to Chicago, and it has a really cool premise. Like in the mm. beginning, like it's kind of creepy. Like like it starts off with a woman dumping grease on her husband and then huh. hitting him with like a frying pan. And the problem, right. and then like, cooking him up with some uh, dumplings. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's really weird about the movie is, for some reason, it almost seems like they shot half the movie, and then they were like, "Eh, 
we got the title and then gave up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, the ending just ends so abruptly. Like, I was just like, did I fall asleep for something? <laughs> did I miss something? It's one of the, like, DVDs you got to flip over halfway. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Fellas. I rewatched the ending, like, three or four times. I'm like, this just, just looks get like they were looking for an out. Yeah. Yeah, I was not impressed with it. I only gave it a 5 out of 10. Fair enough. Oh, I watched another movie on that day, too. <laughs> of course you did. Wow, I'm sorry. The Strangers. Okay, this movie's actually amazing. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, the unrated version, uh, 2008. I saw them in theaters, and man, what that sound was fucking terrifying. It's terrifying, right? The soundtrack to that movie is just so freaky. Like, Mm. the the kids singing, like, uh, should we go outside? Mm -hmm. Should we go outside? Yeah. Like, it's so creepy. That's good, and, good. And what's great about that movie is I've been trying to, like, do lines for movies that I really like. Yep. The greatest movie in that is where they're tied up mm-hmm. to a chair. You have killers in front of you. And she's like, why are you doing this to us? And the woman clearly and calmly just says, because you were home. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? That is just beyond. It's scary because it could be true. You know, that's exactly why this movie is so freaky. That's what fucks up to me. Uh, And I I give it an eight. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, Before we move on to the third, I actually did continue my Simpson Treehouse of Horror. I've been doing one a day, number two, uh, with the movie. So yeah, from season three, Treehouse of Horror two from nineteen ninety one. Again, I love the wraparound on this one. It's they eat too much candy and have nightmares. Yes. Uh, this one releases Nightmares, The Monkey's Paw. It's kind of what you would expect. These are all Twilight Zone episodes, right? Um, I believe so. I don't know. The last one's kind of a yeah. take on Frankenstein more. Okay. Uh, Bart's Nightmares, The Bart Zone, that one is literally a yeah. Twilight Zone episode where he has the power to yeah. you know snap his fingers and control anything. And then Homer's Nightmare is If I Only Had a Brain, <laughs> which is yeah, a fun take on the Frankenstein story. Mr. Burns and Smithers accidentally get Homer thinking he's a dead body and then decide what the hell they take his brain and put it in this big robotic creature they've created and as the ultimate worker but he's just but he's like as dumb as Homer is and you know uh, anyways uh, I don't know that much to say about these ones they're all fun but um, they didn't it didn't have as much uh, horror vibe other than maybe the Frankenstein one had like felt like an old Frankenstein uh, you know where they're going to the the graveyard Mm -hmm. to find Homer but um, it was still good though um the one problem I do have with this episode, though, is like, it's kind of silly because it's supposed to be they, they get too frightened. So, like, Lisa gets too frightened, then she goes to Bart's bed, and then he gets too frightened, they go to Homer's bed. But, like, none of these really end on a downer. Like, the monkey's paw, it's kind of like, yeah, you guys aren't don't end up with all the money yeah. and everything, but it doesn't end on that much a downer. And then, same thing with the Bart zone. It ends yeah. up with, like, Bart and Homer, you know, him hugging Homer. And I guess that's the joke that he screams, that, ah, he's. <laughs> He's he loves his dad, but I don't know. I, I would have liked to see a little more horror in there. Yeah. But I, I would still give it, I guess, six and a half of pumpkins out of ten. And I'd still say it's maybe just as enjoyable as the first one in its own yeah. ways. I mean, the monkey's paw one again, not really horror mm. related, but it, it's still a lot of fun. I yeah. mean, the, the the stupid things they do with wishes. the monkey's paw and then the wishes, and then Flanders gets it, and I don't know. In the Bard Zone too, there's a lot of good stuff yeah. in there. We're like. He Homer pisses him off, so he turns him into football, and he gets kicked across the field. And, and, and I don't know. There, there's there's a lot of good gags in there. Uh, anyways, let's move on to um, October third, number three. 
Uh, so the third, uh, I watched another uh, TV episode, this time the Goldberg season three. Oh, awesome. uh, In my opinion, one of the greatest uh, shows out there right now. I agree. Um, so this episode was from 2015 called Couples Costume. Um, it's all about the little boy, um, usually not by his choice, ends up doing a couple costume. His mom pretty much, like, if he will do something, to. a costume, she'll, like, do a couple costume to match him, uh, unbeknownst to him a lot of the time. But this year, he's like, no, I got a girlfriend. We're doing aliens. You're not involved. But his mom ends up doing Predator and uh, he's like no I picked aliens because there's no way we can connect and then she's like but I found this comic and it's like the aliens versus Predator comic when it first came out so she can match she's like we can do a triple date um, and then his uh, his older uh, brother and sister Barry and Erica convince him you know ditch the trick or treat that's for kids you should take her to a haunted house and prove to her that you're a man that you're brave but he goes there and he, the complete terrified. opposite happens yeah he gets terrified and literally uses her as a shield <laughs> and she loses her uh, green lantern ring that he gave to her but uh, yeah a lot of fun it's a episode that like a lot of cool costumes yeah. it shows like the mom they're strong like when he was robot robocop and the mom's the big uh what's the big uh robot ed, from robocop Dave? no ed uh something yeah but tons of cool uh, halloween costumes and there are lots of uh great uh decorations and stuff on display in the haunted house is this really cool werewolf costume that like you're not your standard werewolf it looks like kind of like the werewolf from like uh, that 70s film what is it boyfriend's a werewolf or whatever anyways it looks cool and um, yeah you get a lot of those traditions of like trick or treating uh, egging houses oh, yeah? Halloween haunts stuff like that like the, the mom actually like to show her son that like you need me to go trick or treating she like puts a blade in the candy <laughs> tries to like give it to him just to like prove that she's necessary but then but then the dad throws out and she hasn't realized so she thinks that it got handed out to the kids so she's going around stealing the all the candy from the kids she's to make sure they don't need it <laughs> that's amazing so, so yeah, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to give it seven and a half yeah. pumpkins out of ten. That's awesome. This is yeah. I think every year they've done a Halloween one. Although mm. the one in season two, I don't remember being that great. I think it like had like a moment or two in the beginning, but it wasn't yeah. a full Halloween. But I think so far they've done two really good Halloween episodes. So this could be uh, you know another one to look out for. Mm-hmm. You know, to add to the Home Improvement Roseanne and <laughs> I guess in your guys' case, Modern Family. You got a new, uh, new show. Yeah. So uh, what, what did you guys watch? I watched uh, another, speaking of my boy, William Smith, I watched uh, Fresh Prince. I guess uh, in the first season, they did a Halloween episode that was cut into two parts. But the fucked up thing is, this is, I'm going to say like the eighth episode of the, of the series. And they do flashbacks the entire fucking episode of like the first seven episodes. Yeah, I remember that. It's barely Halloween, isn't it? No, yeah. They, like, it, start, it takes place during the Halloween party. They're looking for a Halloween costume and like nothing Halloween really happens. So I'm like, oh, well, it's Halloween also. I'll watch it. But it is so weird that they would have a flashback episode yeah. eight in. But there was one scene. Remember the scene? That he, I guess he's uh, Carlton's driving. And uh, Will Smith has the uh, Freddy glove, and he dressed up like Freddy and scares him from the back seat. They flash back to that scene, so it's kind of cool to see that in this Halloween episode. But I got to give this one like I can say like three out of ten. It's bad, but there was one fun scene where he's, um, I guess, in the second episode, where he's trying to impress a girl. That like uh, him and Carlton are going after the same girl. Like ah, well, this is what happens in my life. So we sit at home. Like Heavy D comes in. He's like, "Yo, man, I need a reference to me." So like he's like, "Oh, let me get." He brings in Bo Jackson. Then he brings in the guy from It's a Different World. So all these celebrities. And he brings in Malcolm Jamal Warner from like, the Cosby Show. It's kind of fun to have all these celebrities kind of riffing on each other. Oh, is so, is Heavy D still alive? I have no idea. That'd be interesting. No idea. 
I assume his career's not, but who knows? No, I think it'd just be interesting. Can you like? There's probably somebody in this world that's like heavy D's my neighbor. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> you know, we exchange Christmas cards. So, uh, what did you up watching on the third, Danny? Uh, what I actually ended up watching, as much as I love to pick on Kyle and argue with Kyle, I watched the 1960s version of Thirteen Ghosts. Awesome, nice. Holy shit! What a good movie. Yeah, it's awesome. It is. It's fun, man. It's harmless. Uh, and it, the, the, the version that I watched too had like you know the director come on and he's like, if you're believing ghosts, look through the blue part of the yeah. viewfinder, and if you don't, look through the red or whatever the combination was. This movie is so good. Like, and the fact that Margaret Hamilton's like the maid of the house too just makes it that, that much, much better. better. Yeah. And when the ghosts pop up, you can like I'm pretty sure they just got her to play on like the tracks that yeah. they have the ghost sounds. So you hear the Wicked Witch of the West like cackling in the background when she's not in the scene. I was so happy that you had me watch this. It's so good. <laughs> and my favorite quote of the movie is uh Ben, the guy that's trying to pick up his daughter, says, uh, he spoke with the dead, like you and I speak with the grocer. <laughs> and I'm like, what a great line. <laughs> it's Because it, he's talking about the the guy that had passed away. But I definitely give that an 8 out of 10. Cool, awesome. nice. Yeah, it's, it, again, it's one of those films you can throw on Sunday afternoon. There's nothing you have to be worried too much about your kids seeing. I guess there's yeah. like a couple scary moments. But I always like those films too. I, I love the whole thing that there's like a secret treasure in the house as well. And mm-hmm. you get those hokey like 50, 60 stuff where like the wind blows the window shut it's weird everybody has a candelabra yeah <laughs> I, I actually I got like when I first saw like the first like there's a ghost scene where there's the four ghosts I was like kind of got goosebumps I'm like it probably back to being a kid and watching, getting a bit scared like, you know the things yeah I think that's a great of. example like again I wasn't a kid when this movie was released yeah. but it, yeah. it brings me back to like watching I horror either yeah. I only have no no no, no I'm just saying <laughs> don't like, make people think I'm <laughs> yeah, 70 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that you're having a quote from each movie though. that's yeah. kind of cool I, I'm glad you didn't have a quote from the Ouija movie so um, burn bitch <laughs> I watched uh, <laughs> I continued my Simpsons Treehouse oh, of Horror number three? Um, with uh, yep number three from season four 1992 this has possibly the most entertaining wraparound I actually at least. Really, they, they're at the party this is the one yeah they're having a, the kids Halloween party and there's just a lot of great gags like um, Bart's dressed up as Clockwork Orange like, yeah and like they, they're doing like they have all the food that's supposed to be like the body parts and this was their hair and they're passing it down and then they're like, Mom, we haven't even got the hair yet and Homer's just like eating it. Well, it was a cruel joke anyway. And just like the the dad, like evil, evil. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, th- I thought the wraparound was really cool. Yeah. But it also all three stories were really good. This had Clown Without Pity, which is the killer crusty doll. Yeah. Um, King Homer. And that actually, I love that scene where they're like in kind of the gremlins. He buys mm-hmm. them kind of that gremlins little shop. And he's like, but if you get it, you get it with a free Frogurt. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but the Frogurt is poison. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, King Homer, which is a really cool, uh, fun homage to uh, yeah King Kong. And again, just a lot of really funny moments. These episodes, they weren't really trying to go for the scares. But in this case, I was almost fine with it because the jokes like actually hit. Yeah. So many of them hit out of the park. The way the Killer Krusty episode ends, I remember when I watched that for the first time, watching the way that ends, I'm like, mm. this is the yeah. perfect yeah. ending to this little clip. 
And then the last one, Dial Z for Zombies, which is also really cool. I enjoyed where, that one. Actually. Uh, Bart accidentally brings the dead back to life. But I love just how they look. They have like that green skin. It just again reminds me of like sixties old horror films and like costumes and stuff. I love where like Flanders comes and he shoots him with a shotgun. Dad, you just killed Zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, overall the whole episode was a lot of fun. Oh, not yeah. Sorry, I love too when the zombies come in and they break in. They're like brains, brains. And they tap on Homer's head and they're like, no brains. They push him away. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, anyways, I'm gonna give this episode seven and a half out of ten pumpkins. Uh, pumpkins. Uh, probably my favorite Treehouse horror so far. Uh, three of them okay. in. But yeah, I don't know. I, I know there's definitely the next like couple. Our I gems. think like I think from yeah. this this season on is like, and it goes for like a good yeah. five or six episodes when they really hit their stride. Yeah. Like up to I think ten is when it starts falling apart again. But mm. um, yeah, so far they've all been. Uh, pretty good uh, what else did you guys watch I watched this movie called The Breed which I guess is a West Craven production where about this um, a bunch of kids get stranded on this island with a bunch of uh, rabies dogs <laughs> I <laughs> or, should pick this up I heard yeah. it's quite good I, I, if it's I, one I'm thinking of nah it it was okay. Like um, some of the scenes with the dogs was kind of cool, but for the most part, it's pretty pedestrian. Like there's really nothing. They're not covering any new ground on it. It's a bunch of kids in a cabin with dogs chasing them. So it wasn't that great. I got to give it five pumpkins out of ten. Nothing really breaking any grounds. Sorry, oh. five out of ten pumpkins. Did I say that? Did I say you pumpkins? best have said yeah, that. Sorry, you best said that. I, I don't. Want, I don't want anybody confusing. Five out of ten. What? Five out of ten stars. Five out of ten uh, candy corns. Five out of ten Bowmans. I don't know. <laughs> So I watched The 13 Ghosts uh, at work, and when I got home, I was looking for a film. I got home late that night, and I was talking about, oh, I want to watch my favorite horror movie, The Blair Witch Project. And Courtney was like, ah, it's not even that really scary of a movie, and I was like, challenge accepted. Well, I always have a room mom in our living room, a light on, always. Turned it off and made Courtney watch The Blair Witch Project. You got scared? And it kind of reinvigorated by thought of like, yeah, this movie's messed up. She's like, where is he? Is that him screaming? What's going on? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and kind of just, it, it was awesome to sit beside someone and watch them fall but for in the love. first time. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, companion piece with it, or just the movie? No, just okay. just the movie. And uh, it honestly, a solid nine and a half yeah. pumpkins out of wow. ten for yeah. me. Wow. It's honestly, I've never seen a better mm-hmm. horror film in my life. Makes sense. Cool. Um, I finished off the night with um, a cheesy classic called Hackle Lantern, aka Halloween <laughs> Night from 1988. How is it? This film is a trip. Um, so it opens up with this grandpa who kind of like this strange pedophile vibe to him. Yeah. He's thrown off, and you you later find out that yeah, the grandchild he's talking to is his son because he <laughs> raped his daughter. Huh. Um, don't worry, this film doesn't get deep and dark. And, okay. You know, it's not this deep, depressing drama. Sounds like he was uh, um, doing a little pumpkin himself, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he's, he feels like one of those, like, he'd fit in with those inbred farmers of Troll 2, you know, the guy <laughs> yeah. like, trying to sell the goblin cum. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I honestly have no clue what you're referencing, but I'm so interested right now. So anyways, the film opens up. He's like kind of weird around the sun and again, throwing off that vibe. And he hands him like this um, necklace. And it turns out he's part of this like devil worshiping cult. And he's trying to like prepare the um, his grandchild to join him. So the dad comes home. And he's like, oh, he's not supposed to come around here. I won't have any of that. And he goes to stop it and they kill him. And we cut to, I guess, what, 15, 20 years later. I'm not sure how 
what it's supposed to be. But either way, the little boy is now grown up, Tommy. Now, this actor is terrible. He's like, he he kind of fit in with the guy from Silent Night, Deadly Night oh, 2, where guy. he only has one expression. To, he just has an over-the-top angry face the whole movie. Other than there's one scene, he doesn't have that. Um, he has his, He's playing music, and he has his dream sequence where he's part of this uh, 80s rock band? hair metal rock band. This is amazing. Rocking out. And, and during that scene, he's trying to like, he has this goofiest, like, I'm the most badass guy in the world. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm rocking and chicks are gonna dig me, but he can't pull it off at all. But anyways, it ends with this cool decapitation because why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, the the film is um is about that the grandpa's prepping him to worship the devil. It actually has like the most cliche. The the one brother who's a um, a cop opens up the his closet and he's got this devil worshiping shrine. And it's like it's almost like that checklist. Like what are you gonna have? Um, we gotta have a baby in a jar. We gotta have a doll with uh with uh the the blood the blood mark on its face. Yeah, upside down cross and an upside down cross. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and some candles. And I think they had some weird like jars with these different multicolored liquids in it. So, anyways, someone's going around in this um, in the devil worshiping robe, and also this really creepy uh, mask, and killing people. It's like your standard eighty slasher. This film's hilarious because every woman in the film, I kid you not, except for there's a couple minor roles in the party. Every other woman gets either fully nude or at least topless. <laughs> totally unnecessary, every single one. But you're gonna see everyone's breasts, which uh, if that's your thing, it's great. So can I borrow this one? You're yeah. Or, There's uh, actually, yeah, they're having a Halloween party and for in the middle of the party, all of a sudden this woman starts stripping down. It turns out they hired a stripper for their Halloween party. I know, we've had a party. lot of Halloween parties and yeah. I would have to say that every single Halloween party we've ever had, there's <laughs> always been women stripping yeah, naked. Like we, we actually have to go and say, listen, hey, listen Kyle girls. gets offended about this Yeah, guys, yeah. come on. Hey, <laughs> like, listen. Keep it in your pants, girls. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Put your boobies away. We have... Gross, right? Yeah, just no. Guys, guys, a little stuff for the guys. Wiener's that boys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene. Kicks out for Rod. <laughs> There's a scene where, like, so th- this woman, I guess, I don't even get it. Like, I guess she wants to join their cult, but all of a sudden she strips down in front of them, walks over, grabs this bar, and they fucking. Uh, uh, brand her with the devil's uh, symbol on her ass cheeks. <laughs> like this is the type of movie you're getting. Uh, there's sex on on a gravestone with like a body there. Yeah, of course. Um, another random woman. She I don't know if she gets strips down, but she's uh, in a party for like five minutes dancing with a snake around her. Like it's one of those movies where like we're just gonna throw in three minutes yeah. of this. It doesn't involve the plot, but you're gonna see some breasts. Uh, there's a great scene again. It has so, nothing to do with movie the movie. Called yeah, <laughs> or what? <laughs> there's this great scene where like. I kid you not, it goes on for five minutes. This guy comes out after the woman did the stripping at the Halloween party, and there's people outside just kind of having their beers. And he comes out and starts like telling jokes. And so it's this guy just doing this comedy act for five minutes, <laughs> completely random. And he's like, Oh, did you see that woman? He jumps on the ground, he's got his, her, his legs up. Like, oh man. It, it, but it was kind of funny. It's just like, What the fuck? This is so random and awesome. Yeah, it's just this crazy, crazy movie that um, defies all logic. But it, you're never really bored, you know what I mean? The Blu-ray, I watched it on Blu-ray, looks fantastic. One more time, the name? Hackle Lantern, <laughs> if you can find it, a.k.a. Halloween Night from 1988. Uh, I don't know how to give it. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. How Again, many boners? Eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the thing too. None of the women are really that attractive, but you're seeing them. He always lies about the half inch. Yeah, exactly. You, you could kind of tell that they probably went to like a strip joint and got all the women there at yeah. the local strip joint. Wanna None of them that movie? attractive. Yeah. And yeah, and that was like, if you're willing to show your breasts, you can get a part <laughs> in this film. If you're willing to show your breasts, we'll buy you breakfast at Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, it's definitely worth a watch just because it's just so like, there's just so many great moments and the slashing scenes are kind of fun. And like, again, it's one of those movies, bad dialogue, bad acting, cheesy, cheesy moments. And I recommend everyone check it out. Uh, <laughs> is that it for the third, guys? For me, yeah. That's it for me. Okay, let's move on to October 4th. I watched uh, one of the original classics, the Universal Monster movie. I watched Creature from the Black Lagoon. Nice. This movie is actually amazing. I love the monster. I love all the underwater shots of them swimming around and the monster kind of like following the girl as she's swimming over top of the water. This movie is beautifully shot. And it's kind of creepy how this like uh, fish man is attacking all these people and actually killing people which is kind of cool for the 1950s was it the 3D version you watched no no or? it was the 1959 yeah, I'm Dynasty's in 3D but uh, yeah. the, the Blu-ray has it but uh, yeah I, I don't know the first time I watched this I think I watched it last year or the year before for the first time and I didn't love it but, no, I, but I, I agree I like really the underwater footage and stuff was really cool the attack in the tent I remember mm-hmm. being kind of cool and like how it's always like a, you know it's coming. It's pretty much like a, they're talking, then the hand kind of plops up on the deck. I'm like yeah. oh, that's kind of dope. It is still yeah. one of the coolest monster designs yeah. of all time, and it's it's so crazy. Like out of all the remakes and everything they've done, and they haven't remade this film yet. Yeah, I think they could make this way better. Like I think well, with a modern. Twist. I don't know. Every time they do that, it doesn't. Yeah. I think they're just gonna if they if they try to remake it, they're gonna end up with a cross breed between like that dude in X Men one that didn't yeah. want to be a mutant. Yeah. To like something that's out Senator of like Kelly. the new Blair Witch Project. Well, Gu- Guillermo del Toro is that new film that uh, I forget what it's called, yeah. but it, it kind of looks like pretty much. Uh, a romantic take on this story, but that creature looks like Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Yeah, but, uh, that might be kind of no. cool. So I got to give this one eight pumpkins out of ten. Oh. Like I really dug it. I love cool. the, the monster alone is worth it for me. Uh, is this your first time checking yeah, out all yeah, these yeah, Universal yeah, monsters? Yeah, yeah. I can't. You haven't seen the Invisible Man yet, have you? I watched Invisible Man. I've seen that. I've seen okay. Frankenstein because that, that's probably Invisible Dracula. Man's my favorite. And yeah. It's kind of the one that no one ever talks about, but it's I just like Mummy too. It's just the Invisible yeah. Man going around being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the Mummy was pretty bad, but anyways, uh, what else did you watch? guys Danny uh, I watched the as much as Kyle's gonna mock me uh, the 2010 film The Last Exorcism okay and this is one of no, those I don't mind that film that's one with the preacher who's kind of yeah. like, like, like a shim sham man I think yeah. it's like produced by Eli Roth I actually I really enjoyed this movie what I love about this movie is if you took out all the horror elements from yeah. this movie it would still be a great movie yeah I agree you have a priest that's grown yeah. up in the church doing that he yeah. is like you know proving it's a fake Great movie, yeah. awesome concept. Wasn't he's lost his way or something? No, he's just kind of given up. Like the basic premise is, he was a priest. He would perform exorcisms. Yeah. His dad was well, a pastor, a minister, a mm. reverend. And then his son was born with complications, and he was like, he was thanking the doctor as opposed to thanking God. Yeah. But then he sticks himself in these situations because he knows how to talk the talk. And then all of a sudden, it becomes that extra creepy yeah. element. And the girl that actually plays the person that's possessed, what's really cool about her is she's so lovable. She's so yeah. innocent. She's I like, think she's wow. actually like a contortionist, And too. she's a contortionist. So you add dope. that aspect to her being this little innocent girl yeah. to being crazy creepy mm-hmm. and a contortionist on top yeah. of that. It works really well. This movie, I just, I can watch this movie a thousand times over. You feel really bad for the girl and like for the family too, right? Oh my goodness. Yeah. And the boy that plays like the really, really the creepy. The brother? Yeah, the yeah, brother. Yeah, he is creepy. Who's, he's in X-Men actually. Is he? He's in X-Men First 
first class and he's in something else that I recently watched. But yeah, like everything about this movie I just really like. And one of the coolest parts about this movie that I love is he's talking about how much of a sham the church is. Mm -hmm. And he says, I could preach a banana bread recipe and the congregation wouldn't even notice. And she's like, you're lying. eh? And he's like, no, 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 I can do it. He's like, do you give me a amen, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah. Do you realize that if you take two ripe bananas and put them in the oven at 375 degrees, you can get banana bread, hallelujah. And the congregation's like, hallelujah. I'm like, this is the greatest thing. The first couple of it's it's fun. I do too. I don't want to spoil the ending, but the ending, the finale is really great. It's unfortunate because there's another movie that came out the same year, I believe, and they both have another big mainstream found footage film, actually. And they both have the exact same ending. Thankfully, I saw this one first, and it yeah. just more ruined the uh, ending of the other film. What, what are you going to give? Uh, how many pumpkins are you uh, going to give this? An in? Eight out of ten. Yeah, because nice. okay. it's just one of those films that the dude that is like I, I should have looked up his name and everything, but the dude mm. that plays the minister. There's something about yeah, him he's that charming. He's like he's charming. Like I don't know if it was because like he plays that part of being part of a church yeah. so well. Like I grew up and so did you in the church, yeah. but doesn't it remind you of every single guy that you yeah. knew in church that lost faith? Yeah, yeah. He's just sure. that guy. He knows how to talk to people. Yeah, which is good. All right, Roddy. Continued my Treehouse of Horror. Oh, uh, we're now on season five, uh, Treehouse of Horror four from 1993. Uh, this says the devil and Homer Simpson. A lot of fun where Homer sells his soul for a donut. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. And it's cool seeing Flanders uh, as the villain the in devil. this. Um, Terror at five and a half feet, which is like the play on the uh, Twilight Zone. Yes. But instead of being on a plane, it's on the bus, the school bus with a gremlin, That's and amazing. no one believes him. And that's like the night gallery? Is like the uh, Yeah, the, the wraparound is, yeah, the homage to the night gallery. And then uh, Bart Simpson's Dracula, which is possibly one of my favorite of overall of the whole Treehouse of Horror mm-hmm. segments. Um, it's, it's the Simpsons doing Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. But there's just a lot of great gags. I love where he like... He stakes uh, the Mister Burns, and he's like, "Dad, that's his. Uh, that's groin. his. Yeah, that's that's his growing <laughs> his heart." Um, but a lot of really cool moments um, in that one, and even like they get the homage to Salem's Lot as well, where the Bart's tapping them the window outside, mm-hmm. and then there's homages to um, Lost Boys as well, yeah. with like who's the head vampire, and then that is the one where it ends with like the Charlie Brown. Like, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun. Too, oh, right, right. But yeah, I don't know these Treehouse man. They just keep yeah. on getting better and better. I'm gonna give this one seven and a half pumpkins out awesome. of 10 so uh, have you guys ended up watching the Brooklyn Nine-Nine no it's a show with Andy yeah, Samberg yeah, I've watched and them. they do a Halloween episode every year so yeah, I've they're... actually watched the uh, first uh, Halloween episode of the uh, first season which I guess uh, what happens is uh, they're trying to prank uh, the boss that want to steal his watch so it's a bunch of Halloween pranks I thought they were on. okay but I didn't think yeah. though they were that I wanted more Halloween yeah yeah I agree but again there, people are in costume there's pranks yeah. going on so oh, it's definitely counts and stuff yeah. I was just uh, I remember yeah. we're hearing about them I was hoping it'd be a little more spooky I thought have, like, yeah. I know for some reason I thought that show would go a little more all out it's more of like a uh, a prank war essentially or yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to trick each other yeah. which is kind of fun but I I, I really like the show yeah general, it was a so decent decent episode I gotta give it 7 out of 10 cool uh, Danny uh, the last movie that I watched in the forest with, I put in Jaws, and I Jaws. watched Jaws from beginning to end, and I just, I, I just love yeah, that movie. I, I can't go through an October without watching Jaws one. Yeah, that movie is fucking like, dope. It's a masterpiece, classic, yeah. one of the greatest films of all time, let alone horror films. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. Like even like last year, I went through and I hunted out all like the version of the Jaws's that yeah. I could. So like in my mind, when I think of Jaws, I think of that really shitty yellow submarine going across yeah. the screen from 
like Jaws 3D. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really good to just rewatch that movie from the beginning. It just mm. kind of gets scared again yeah. about that movie. So uh, that He's movie scared is... Scared to go in the water again? <laughs> yeah, that movie's definitely... Show me the, the way to go home. I'm tired. I don't want to go to bed. So what are you going to give Jaws? Uh, how many pumpkins? Uh, that one I gave an 8 out of 10. That's it. What? <laughs> Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Wow. For Jaws. Oh man, that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's in my uh, opinion yeah, is yeah, like I, I, that, top three movies I of all you time. Might be like ten out of ten. Uh, no. Uh, all right, hey, we're not. What fault, man? What fault? Actually, we're just saying, like we're not here to judge. We are here to judge. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is why I give it an eight out of ten. Is because I consider a nine being the highest that will ever be given. I will never give a you, ten out of ten. You, yeah. you gave Blair Witch nine and a half. Yeah. I gave Blair Witch a nine. If you I said nine and a half. half. Okay, yeah. a nine and a half. Danny's drunk already. Take away his moose heads, boys. <laughs> so, yeah, a nine and a half is probably the highest I'm ever going to give anything. So when it comes to Jaws, Jaws is one of those movies that I love. An eight is, you know what, fuck it. A Jaws gets a nine. Don't try to appease us. <laughs> no, I can't even justify why I would get an eight. What you have to do about... is you have to write Stevie Spielberg a letter right now and apologize. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Oscars all over again, yeah, man. honestly. No, one of the weird things about that movie is... There's so many, like, if you were to look at that movie and cut it up into, like, the the eight major scenes that happen in that movie, whenever I watch it, what I love about it is there's something that, in the movie, that I forgot was there. Like, yeah. when it starts happening, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. When he goes out at night, and he's like, oh, it's his feeding time, we're going to go check yeah. it out, and they find the boat floating. I had completely, if the someone, best before jump I watched scare. it, yeah. Even before I watched it, yeah. if someone were to be like, remember that night scene? I'd be like, no, nah, not yeah, really. Some of the, then... the best jump scare, I think. Oh, I can talk about the movie for hours. Yeah. I could. I know every scene oh, yeah. by heart, so I'm not okay, going to You guys did it, a but... commentary once yeah, to did. it, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a long time ago in a different podcast. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get off yeah, on that before jump, we stop, jump. Dan. Um, I watched, uh, I finished off the night with uh, Saw from 2004. So oh, again, awesome. I saw I'm going to go through the series. I had fun with this. Uh, I forgot how solid and like yeah. tense it is at times. Really cool mystery to it. Uh, again, like I know who Jigsaw is now, but like watching that now and remembering how I watched, I watched it for the first time, like how well done the mystery was. I love the whole idea. Like the torture traps are really cool, but just the, the whole escape room uh, aspect of it, which escape rooms have really become yeah, a thing. I wonder if that's thing. because of uh, Saw. But I, I think that's all cool. Like the little clues and how they're figuring out how to get out and who's why they're involved in this and how they relate to each other and jigsaw i also have to admit like he's a really cool villain like with the robe and the pig mask and then like the dummy and the the laugh and i understand why he's become an iconic villain and i also watching this film you kind of understand i mean again we'll see if this the sequels hold up but like you watch this and you're like i get why this became a franchise because this is something special in that like Again, when this came out, there's nothing like it. And there still Whatsoever, hasn't anything that's really yeah. touched it. I mean, there's been a lot of knockoffs, but none of them have come close. I guess it is a start like that torture porn-esque uh, yeah. genre. But but again, like I think this is so different yeah. than Hostel. I, I don't yeah. even know if I'd put them really together, the even though name. they're both labeled torture porn. I know everyone uh, rips on the acting being so bad, especially yeah. from uh, Carrie Ellis. Yeah. And there's definitely some moments when he's yeah. trying to like scream or cry that are really bad. But for, yeah. for the most part, I thought he was fine. I mean, I don't. he wasn't as bad as I remember, just again, when he... He's like trying to really emote that it's like, oof, that's bad. But like for the most part, you got Danny Glover in there. He's fine. Um, Yeah, I don't want to reveal the twist at the end, but I think that's a really solid twist. 
the one problem I did have with it, though, this is James Wan directed his first big film. I do find like some of the edits and the camera swing around are a little too much. Again, this was one of the first films to, to really do that style, make it popular. Yeah. So I'll let it slide. But um, you know, I'm glad he's kind of got it all that. But I did notice like some of that stuff they used to kind of hide the effects. And we got to remember that yeah, this became a big budget, multi million dollar franchise. But this first one was made for next to nothing. Right? Yeah. So they used those quick cuts and the camera swing around to hide the that they did on the effects and I noticed like there's a car chase and you could tell they had zero budget so they literally shot the the two guys just in their car not really moving shaking it in front of a black (laughs) black background but then they used the way they edited it it made it seem like it was this quick cut uh, car chase but it wasn't at all so you got to give them credit for that even though it sucks and you wish you'd rather have a car chase you got to take into account that you know this was a a film made on a limited budget but yeah I I mean I'm excited to uh, watch the sequels and I know I have seen part two and I know that one I enjoy even more so we'll see maybe I'm going to side with Dan on this but uh, I'm going to get the first saw a seven and a half pumpkins out of uh, ten yeah so far uh, both of these films uh, are starting the series out strong the, the, we'll the see where they go the trick to it is when you notice just turn your brain off for a little bit <laughs> I was actually just about to say that you need to turn off your brain a little bit see I disagree no because when I remember getting two, to let, I'm talking after that no, but you the, need to let go of all the crazy plot holes but that's the thing I remember with three and four it was almost like my problem mm. was with I didn't watch them in a row and it was almost too complicated because they're like yeah. throwing back to like minor characters from yeah. part one and two and it's like wait who is that and wait what, what's going on Yeah. so we'll see I'm hoping if I watch them all in a row that I can kind of keep, keep track, track of everything. So on the fourth, I watched uh, Sam Raimi's classic, uh, Drag Me to Hell. Nice. I actually forgot how good this movie actually yeah, is. Yeah. It's almost like a, um, a better remake of Evil Dead than Evil Dead remake. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It has the exact same tropes. Oh, like, I agree. Except the uh, girl is Bruce Campbell. It's funny. It's kind of gory. There's some spooky moments, and it's actually oh, that that done. scene that with the the seance with the gun and everything is amazing. These, I think it has the best seance ever. Like yeah. in a movie, like it has a talking goat. It has like people being possessed. It takes place in old like. Um, I would say like Gypsy Mansion. I don't know uh, the politically correct term for Gypsy Mansion, but it looks fantastic. The seance is spooky as hell. No one can meld that yeah. mix of comedy and horror like Sam Raimi it can. It is like, such a tightrope to walk, and he walks it like a like a master. like the scene with the gypsy where she's yeah. attacking the car. It's terrifying, but at yeah. the same time, you're laughing because her gums are coming out, and yeah, she's you know the stapler, and and she's like kind of like goofing on her. With yeah. like, she's like oh yeah, the, yeah. she's also getting like eyeballs in her mouth and shit like that. I revisited that film for the yeah. first time like in, since probably theaters yeah. or since DVD uh, last year and I agree like I had such a blast. I think it's one of the best films of the past what 20 yeah, years yeah, or something yeah, I think it's a film that like not enough people appreciate. I agree. It's good and the ending is kind of fucking dope right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. On. Such a cool idea. Yeah don't we won't spoil it, but it is so no, cool. No no I, I gotta give it 8 pumps out of 10. Yeah nice. It's good. Okay, um, let's move on to the final day we're going to cover today, October 5th. And this episode's getting long, but uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's October. We just say, what the fuck, right? <laughs> uh, who wants to start off with... Can, can uh, I jump in? I watched a uh, anthology movie that I've never seen before, and I don't understand why I've never seen this movie before. Stephen King's The Cat's Eye. This movie is amazingly cheesy, amazingly written, and uh, so good. So good. James, that's one of James, James Wood and the Wood. smoking. And-, and okay, so what happens is this uh, cat is chased out of this town by Cujo. He runs in front of Christie and it has all these like Stephen King references as they're going through. 
and his cat is running in from different story to different story. So it starts off with uh, James Woods going into this clinic to quit smoking. He's like, all right, well, tell you what, you got a pack of smokes on you? Like, yeah, I do. Like, he just rips out in front. He's like, oh, what the fuck? I'm getting out. He's like, actually, you're not. You're here to quit smoking. You have one smoke. See this box here? And he electrocutes a cat. He's like, your wife's going in this box if I see you smoke again. You do it a second time. It's your daughter going in this box. Third time. I'm going to send a guy down to your house and rape your wife. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Yeah, Quitters it, Inc., I think it's This called. is kind of getting wow. raw. Yeah. It's such a cool story because he's like, no, nah, these guys can't be watching, but they're constantly watching him. I don't want to give anything away, but this story is amazingly done. And James Woods is such a lovable goof in this movie. Yeah. The ledge story is kind of cool, too. Yeah, and that was another Very one. tense, very it tense. Is, uh, this guy who is a uh, wife has been cheating on him with this one, uh, I guess it's a, a waiter at a bar. He's like, tell you what, I'm a betting man, so if you can make it around this ledge of my penthouse suite, you can keep my wife, you can keep the money, and you can you can live. So um, go ahead, I got a million dollars with your name on it, you can't make it around. So... And that's him just walking around this ledge of all this. And he's it's this big apartment building, yeah. So it's playing, like a, it's very tense, very cool. Playing tricks on him, like I ah, just keep me on your feet, like honking horns at him and like throwing like frisbees at him and shit. And it's it's good, man. Wow. Like, and then the final story has a young Drew Barrymore. Young Drew Barrymore versus this monster that's trying like this tiny it's troll. It's little, like a troll, yeah. Tiny, like like when you say young Drew monster. Barrymore, like young Drew Barrymore. We're talking like eight nine, yeah, eight nine. Wow, like young. E. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow. I loved every story in this. Anthology is amazing. Like, yeah, it's it's really, it's really good. I actually picked it up on Blue uh, this I year. I can't believe it. I've never watched it before. Like I got to give it eight and a half. Like it's that well, good. Cool. Uh, and it has a right uh, moments of like a uh, fun comedy terror and like a monster. Yeah, I need to revisit. I remember yeah. enjoying it. I don't know if I enjoyed it that much, but I remember mm. really enjoying it. I was blown it. away. Yeah. I thought it'd be like kind of like a boring movie, but hey, no, it's awesome. It's always nice. nice when you find these films yeah. that like they've been out there, you've seen them, but you just never watched them and you yeah. don't have much uh, expectations for them and, and then they blow you away. That's one that actually uh, I really dug. Well, I guess I'll just uh, do the the last Treehouse of Horror yeah. to get that out of the way. Uh, Treehouse of Horror 5 from season 6, 1994. Again, a really solid uh, entry. This has The Shinning. Oh, amazing. Which is like so good. I think one of the best. Again, yeah, I would say one of the best segments of all the Treehouse of Horror. sued? Yeah. Yeah. Time and Punishment. Um, this one, unfortunately, isn't really horror-related, but it's a fun yeah, one where he gets a toaster weird. that yeah. makes him travel back in time. But it's like that um, the butterfly effect where yeah. like, yeah. he accidentally kills a butterfly and then he goes yeah. back and like all of a sudden Flanders uh, runs, another evil Flanders Flanders runs uh, the world or whatever. Um, but it was fun. And then Nightmare Cavatier is a really cool dark one. That is amazing. Where the teachers... um Are eating students? Yeah, isn't it? Like they, they don't have the budget for food or yeah. something and then they accidentally spill the soup on um, Jimbo. So they're like... Hmm, that tastes pretty good. And then, they, yeah, they start eating all the kids and they're Is getting it fat. Is Jimbolaya? Uh, yeah, Something uh, like sloppy that. Sloppy Jimbos? <laughs> and Swedish meatballs of the yeah. uh, Uder. And then the Uder, uh, the Uder Fest sausages. Yeah. <laughs> sausage, yeah. Is this a movie? Because I assume this should be a movie, like where the students... I don't know, yeah. I, I always like looking up which yeah. one because most of it, it's, it's kind of cool. That's the other thing, going back yeah. and watching these and you get all the references and you yeah. didn't get before. Like I didn't mention in The Devil and the, the Flanders one, yeah. like all when he brings back like the uh, jury. Borden. I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know probably when I first saw it who Lizzie Borden was or who uh, Dillinger was yeah. or any of that stuff. So it's kind of fun uh, to go back and watch them and get all the references. But yeah, this one, I'm not sure if it's from a movie, mm-hmm. but um, I'll have to look into that. But it, yeah, really fun. Uh, this one, uh, what do I give this one? 
I'm going to give this one seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. I think the time of punishment, although fun, kind of brings it down a yeah. little bit just because I, I personally like the horror related yeah. ones for Treehouse of Horror. I think out of the but it is really all good. the Treehouse of Horrors, that has one of the top five lines in it, that the episode of The Shinning, because it has, that's weird. Normally the blood gets off on the yeah. first floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This Again, is I, indeed a disturbing it, universe. Maybe at the end of the the month, I'll do like the five best segments yeah. or something. Maybe, nice. but but the Shinning and the Bram Stoker Simpsons so far for me are the highlights. Yeah. Bart Simpson, Dracula. Sorry, uh, I watched one more movie, but why don't one of you guys jump in here? Yeah, Danny, uh, I watched The Lords of Salem. Oh, awesome, yeah. Uh, that it was amazing. just one of those where I was I got home late and I was like, I'm just gonna throw on something. Yeah. And what's really weird about that movie is it, like, I was tired and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch half of it today and then half of it before I come record with you guys today. But it just kind of creeps you up. Yeah. Like like that. Yeah, that's cool, right? When they have, like, that music that runs through the whole thing. What I love about that. The Devil's Record. (laughs) Yeah. What I I really enjoy about just that movie and Rob Zombie films is Mm -hmm. he presents movies like, here, this is the way the movie is. And then 40, 50 minutes into the movie, he's like, fuck you. This is what I'm going to do with it. It takes you to a whole other world. And visually, that movie is stunning too, right? Like, I really enjoy all the. And the atmosphere, and that's what I love about it. Like mm-hmm. it, like it's it's very like you watch House of a Thousand Corpses compared to that. Like House of a Thousand yeah. Corpses is one of those you're living in reality where it's just somebody that's fucked up, yeah. but then they take you to that. As soon as Next, you get comfortable uh, <laughs> living in reality, they take you to the fucked up part yeah. of the world, Doctor Satan. And they did the same thing with the Lords of Salem, and yeah. I just and Sherry Moon is just phenomenal in that fucking well, movie. Well, I won't go that far, but you know, well, yeah. See. It, I really, really That's just because like, you saw her ass in it, yeah. isn't it? Right, listen. <laughs> there, no, there's something about her that I really, really yeah. enjoy. No, she, she's decent in that. She's a lot better in that than she is in the Halloween films. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I really noticed about zombie films, and I mean, I, I have a lot of issues with uh, Rob Zombie as a director, a lot of things he does. But one thing, two, well, two things he's always great at is the violence scenes his films are always like fucking disturbing yeah. and very unsettling. They make you feel creepy. Yeah. yeah. You gotta watch like, like a And the other thing words. I think he does well though is um, just building the sense of dread and yeah. that Lords of Salem is like there's just it like builds. that uneasiness the whole yeah. film which, see, which the, I really the enjoyed. The two girls in the uh, apartment is that Dee Wallace? And, Dee uh, Wallace and um, uh, the girl from They Live uh, yeah. what's her name with the funky blue eyes. I've yeah. never seen Rob Zombie Halloween. Yeah, you're not missing much. Yeah. But this is the thing. I think that everyone that I talk to about Rob Zombie films yeah. that knows his work, once they see Halloween, it kind of discredits everything else. Like they just kind of get it in their brain that. Well, that's what happened with me. I, yeah. I liked his first couple films, and those two Halloween films just like I disliked them so much. Well, I didn't. I didn't mind yeah. the first time I saw it, but like every time I watch, I dislike them more and more. That I was like, after I watch those, I'm like, fuck Rob Zombie. Oh man. yeah, how did dead. he butcher this film yeah. this bad? And then it kind of turns me off him. And then I go back and rewatch. You know, you praise. You yeah. know these films, and I go back and I'm like, yeah, I understand why. Yeah. I liked him before. It's just unfor- I think yeah. those two films are like really they really bring enough. his catalog down. I really, opinion. really wanted to watch the razor blade and the apple. That is Rob Zombie. Yeah, I really, really wanted to watch The Devil's Reject, but you guys gave me shit last year <laughs> saying that wasn't a horror film. So no, I didn't no, definitely a no, we count that as a horror yeah. film. It definitely counts a horror film, but it is. It's more kind of him doing this road trip crime yeah, I, film I, I with I horror I elements. Consider it a horror film. Yeah, I, I still would. I would. 
the fact that he that he's got the the woman has like the, the face made out of skin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll give it that. But uh, it, it is definitely like yeah. it's it's him doing a sequel that's a completely different tone and stuff. Yeah, and I find it more of like a criminal kind of chase movie than I do mm-hmm. a horror film. So on October fifth, I watched. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Halloween 1 and Halloween uh, Halloween 2 and Halloween 3. Okay. And it's pretty much the same thing. What they're trying to do is uh, they're trying to one-up each other. They're like, all right, so we both need to get this watch. So I'm like pulling all this elaborate heist, but dressed up in like different costumes. So they're both a bunch of fun. They're not really that Halloween-esque, but there are Halloween elements to it. So I'm going to give them uh, both, I'm going to say, a six and a half pumpkins. Cool. Uh, I finished off the night of the 5th with um, a little anthology film from 2013 called All Hallows' Eve. Uh, If you're searching out this film, I warn you, there's like five or six movies titled this. I think even this year there was two films called All Hallows' Eve, I believe. So it's very hard to find which one I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But this seems to be the one like out of them all. I think this... Twilight 5, Droke Drack Mountain. I need to get some sleep. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking Twilight here. But this is, if you are searching All Hallows Eve, this is probably the one that will come up because I think this is the only one that's any good. Anyways, it's an anthology story. The wraparound involves this uh, really creepy clown called Art the Clown. It's actually a really cool idea for a story. So the wraparound is this kid is dumping out his trick-or-treating candy and inside there's a VHS tape. Someone gave him a VHS tape. And they're like, they don't know where it came from. And uh, so he's there with his little sister and their babysitter and they convince the babysitter to let them put it in. She's like, well, I got to watch this first because this could be like, you know, some creepy, yeah, who knows what it is. But as, you know, she's kind of watching, it's like this weird imagery and then the kids come in and start watching. She's like, okay, but if this gets too far, I'm going to turn this off. And so it's kind of weird. They cancel the the pumpkin carving and watch this movie. Who carves a pumpkin on Halloween night after trick-or-treating? Anyways, that kind of threw me off. So they start watching this video. On the first story, this woman is waiting for at a bus station uh, during Halloween. And uh, this clown comes, starts doing these weird things, ends up pulling out a needle and drugging her. And then she wakes up and she's chained to two other women in this like abandoned subway tunnel. And they're saying, like, you got to be careful because this monster keeps on coming up and taking these uh, women away. Um, all kinds of like freaky demonic creatures and mutant creatures living in this subway. I don't want to give too much away, but what to say... How does it look? Well, that's a, it is a low budget. Yeah. I read up on it. It turns out these were like three shorts this director did and then okay. he combined them into a film. But um, what to say the finale involves a pregnant woman and a horny demon without spoiling oh, okay, too much. Okay. Maybe some weird raping going on there if that's your thing Uh, the second story is uh, this woman is home alone and she sees something fall from the sky and all of a sudden this alien is stalking her in her home and the third one is Is probably done well um, it's okay that's probably the weakest of three and then the third one was probably the best this woman's at this gas station and this guy like kicks the art the clown out and he's saying like I'm not cleaning this up they smeared shit and piss all over the bathroom and uh, he tells the guy you know the clown to get out of here or else he's going to call the cops or going to beat him down and this woman's getting gas and uh, the gas guy goes to check on the bathroom because they hear a noise and uh, he doesn't come back so she goes in there and Eric the Clown is there you got a really really cool decapitation and then from that point on she gets her car goes off and he's stalking her like on the road like even though she just left the gas station in her car she drives like a bunch and the clown's there with the sign somehow ahead and all this weird shit the movie um, again you have to keep in mind this is low budget so I'm yeah. giving it credit for that but it had some kind of really cool creepy images there's one where like the clown's sitting there and he's got like 
lit, his eyes are like lit up. I don't know how to explain it, but it's this very creepy image. There's like flashes of like creepy demonic devils and stuff. I, I don't know if the director like was in the the effects business because well, the, the, sorry, the gore effects aren't that great. Well, other than that beheading, yeah, I think that's the thing too. I think these were done throughout over a couple of years. So like some of them, you can tell he probably had more of a budget, but like the makeup effects throughout all of them are very cool. Like all the different creatures, those like creatures with these long noses and deformed creatures. This, awesome. this monster's whole body is like deformed and, and monstrous. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it was pretty cool. I would give this one six pumpkins out of 10. Again, Keep in mind that it is a lower budget thing, so I'm kind of giving a grace there. I think the second film was a little weak, and the first film, although creepy and stuff, it didn't. There wasn't much to it, but the third story was definitely cool. And I think just the character itself, this Art the Clown, I want to see more. Apparently, um, there, the DVD I have is a double feature, which has a sequel, but I guess the director had nothing to do with the sequel, so instead they just took this idea because this film was kind of successful in the indie world, and they just got a bunch of horror directors and they did like each one did their own short story to make like this 10 store anthology but it's, it's kind of got a cool cover I think that one the, the character throughout is like this character with a pumpkin head but apparently the director did go and do a full length uh, film with this Art the Clown that actually was just released this year called Terrifier and it's getting pretty uh, pretty great reviews so I'm, I'm really curious about that because again the highlight for me was like this this clown is very creepy the way it's done and the director you could see definitely has talent again I think like the film is lim- very limited by its budget but um, yeah I, I don't know if you go in with the right expectations. I think it's you'd probably enjoy it. It's a it's a nice surprise for this little horror film that no one. Those really are the knows kind of about. movies I really enjoy watching, where you're like, I just want to watch something that's different, and especially like those films that you know don't have the money. I think those directors have to work harder because they don't have the cash to cover up, you know, with CGI. They have to screw with you on a strictly film basis. Yeah. And oh yeah, and I, I won't spoil, but I'll say the ending is like pretty, pretty shocking and pretty cool ending. Nice. Did you guys watch anything else on the fifth then, or is that it for the night? Everything else for the fifth I've watched. That's it for me. Okay, well, this has been a long episode, but we will be back, I guess, covering day six to ten. Yeah. We'll try to get these out uh, frequently, so you know we're not going into uh, Christmas with our yeah, Halloween episodes. Uh, so I got a lot of editing to do. But um, anyways, this has been our uh, volume two of our Shocktober series. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you want to share any uh, pics, any movies that mm-hmm. stood out to you this month, uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at, at MovieCityManiac. Just one, one maniac. Yep. Or you can find us at uh, our email account is uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. And uh, Facebook group, we have the, the like page or the group page to join in the discussion. Again, if you want to comment on any of the films we talked about today, if you think any of us are crazy, you agree with any of us, any film recommendations, that's the place to do it. Uh, Danny, thanks for coming. Uh, Thank you for having me. It's been fun as always. Uh, the competition, it looks like I'm definitely out, but yeah, you, guys are, uh, you guys are putting up a good well, fight neck there. And neck. So uh, this could go anywhere. We'll see who who's crowned the king of Halloween. Maybe yeah, I can make a big comeback. There are 26 but... days left. I think we can kind of make But make when you guys happen. did like a month's yeah. worth in two days, yeah, I don't know enough. how I can yeah, catch fair up. Enough. Fair <laughs> enough. It's getting tough now with uh, two children and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a long commute a to work. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's been fun, guys. We will be back Stay spooky. soon. Let me tell you about a friend of mine. Bad brother named Frankenstein in a torn up Armani looking mighty fine. I mean, the brother was smoking, literally, sewn up with a needle and thread, put together with parts from the dead. Something put his nuts on the side of his head. What in the world were they thinking? Track
Dracula is afraid of life. He only comes out of his coffin at night. Slips out to have him a bite out of somebody's neck badness. He's a vampire, vampire bat, sucking on blood, gets low in fat. Except I don't know if he should really be doing that. I mean, I hope he practices safe socks. Monster bat. Kyle, did you want to like pull down your pants for your spanking now or later? How do you want to do this? <laughs> Is that a... I don't get ending, it. Obviously, because you're going to pump well, in. Talk, talk to your cousin because uh, she gets it regularly. Oh, <laughs> right? inbred. I got you. Okay, keep it in your pants. Keep it in your jeans, brother. Yeah, Is it killing you to not like, because I can kind of see like the smirk on your face. Is what? it kind of killing you to be like, the, I want to kind of suck your blood because I want to <laughs> yeah. suck your dick. Yeah, yeah a little bit. <laughs> What is that from? I have no idea. <laughs> no, I just figured Maddie would be no. making the pun on it. That's... No, 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 no. You're not... like, he was, she was sweet on him, and she, she bit uh... him, but didn't. <laughs> no, no, Danny, come on. This is this is Shocktoberfest. We don't <laughs> fuck around here. <laughs>